iTunes record. Welcome to the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from DeskWatchUK.com. We are in no way affiliated to Brian Redband's original setup, but he inspired us to do this podcast. This week, me, Ben Burrows, at Brit Podcaster on Twitter, and Declan Whiteside, at The Anarchist Undead on Twitter, are going to try and blow your fucking minds. Now, as they say in the United Kingdom of Northern Ireland and Great Britain and the Commonwealth, let us start this motherfucker. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show of the Hit Me Man. This isn't that podcast. This is the Go Forth and Amplify podcast, episode six. We just came off the back of watching um, the Joe Rogan questions everything. Series one, episode number two. What did you make of it, Declan Edward Whiteside? At uh, the Onicus on Dead on Twitter. I, I quite enjoyed it. it. The episode didn't really actually go anywhere in terms of, not not factual, but he he wasn't biased, which I quite liked. I wasn't he played that, devil's advocate quite yeah, a lot, didn't um, he? The, I think one of the main things you found from it was it never really swung to believe in it and, and never really swung to not believe in it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the myth wasn't busted and wasn't really no. confirmed. It was really just one man's opinion of what he yeah. believed in it. Me, at the moment, I've 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 seen what I've thought are chemtrails over witness. I'm a I'm an active uploader of the photographs. Whenever I see what I think is a chemtrail, right, it's very easy to see, what, what was it, chemtrail and contrail. A contrail is just a natural aeroplane's uh, yeah. um, trail that it leaves when it's flying through the sky. It turns into clouds that aren't there already there. As a reaction with it, it puts heat into the atmosphere yeah. and it, bring, it makes a cloud. But you, you see those disperse quite quickly. Yeah. It's the ones that stay behind that really have me fucked up. And if you watch them over a amount of time, these clouds spread out and it in the end they look they look like um, like ice crystals in the sky it looks yeah. like somebody's powdered the sky for me it's not it's not it's not 100 percent evidence that chemtrails are there it's just not something i've never really noticed in the yeah. in the past i don't know whether it's something that me attention has just been brought to but it it just seems crazy that the the clouds are dissipated and not staying together yeah. that that's what's getting me and um, the <coughs> I, i've never really thought anything when i've seen them before Anybody mentioned chemtrails type of thing. Now, <coughs> I, I, I believe it's possible. I believe the whole... Let's say let's say you go down the conspiracy route of it. I believe the conspiracy theory is... It, it is plausible. It really is plausible. Um, whether or not it's true, though, is another fucking matter. You know, whether that's real... I, but I don't know enough about it to know whether that should be dissipating or not. What I learned from, uh, from his second episode was that... In Vietnam, they did seed clouds to try and flood some type of uh, route of passage in, uh, yeah. in in Vietnam. So th- there's evidence there to say that they have injected or they have sprayed chemicals from an aeroplane into cloud formations to manipulate weather, weather to make it rain constantly for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time to flood some type of passageway through. Yeah. So that was what in the 60s, fast forward 40 or 50 years earlier, and now we've got whatever technologies they've got is it true is it not true i'm not sure i don't think that that uh, episode two goes to as far as to say look it doesn't exist yeah um, over the 60 minute period or 45 minute I, period that was on i think i'd definitely go down the route of rogan which was he said 
he doesn't generally believe chemtrails exist. He's not seen enough evidence for it. But he does believe that that much jet fuel getting burnt in the air is bad for the environment. Now, one of the main facts for that, um, on that basis, mm. was 9-11. Now, it's quite regularly known that scientists only discovered it a few years later. But looking back on all the statistics, when 9-11 happened, there was nearly an entire grounded air airlines for three three days right. in america okay and over them three days all their statistics you know weather statistics and t- testing for chemicals in the air and you know all the different fucking shit that all the data that they do every all, day yeah all the data that was the word i was thinking of it all it literally just went <laughs> flatlined really Fuck all. within three days in those three days within a fucking hour of flights getting grounded that was it and it, they literally said right there and then they could see right on paper just how damaging, just the pl- not the not the pollution or or you know emissions or CO two or anything like that because that doesn't take effect straight away. Just what an effect of not pumping that jet fuel into the atmosphere had. So what was it was was the air was the air pollution reducing and the what, air, what did you have better oxygen or sunshine? The air was like cleaner, better sunshine. You know, better sunshine. Yeah. It was literally everything was better. You know, literally in three days. Just in three days, in, instantly within those three and over those three days and they had a unique perspective of being able to monitor such a wide area mm. with no planes moving at all that's amazing that isn't it 93,000 um, flights a day yeah how much shit's going into the atmosphere and that's just off uh, fuel alone being yeah. burnt so if they are dropping else, everything else in there another part of the conspiracy that I've heard is that uh, the aluminium that has been dropped it takes 24 hours for it to reach the earth yeah. and it's reflecting sunlight and heat back out of uh, the atmosphere back yeah. up into space so it's trying to prevent global warming but NASA, not nasa uh, the american military i don't know which uh, what department or whatever but somebody classified a weapon um sorry somebody classified chemtrails as an exotic weapon that yeah. is something that could potentially be used as a weapon to devastate somebody's environment so the potential the potential is there to drop some type of chemicals into clouds to manipulate it which has been proved as i've said five minutes ago over in vietnam that mm-hmm. that's that that little segment that little five minutes sort of convinced me that it's one it's possible and two yeah. they've already done it in the past so it's proved before um, the, the thing that sorry make go on but well, whether or not it's to the scale that people believe it is you don't know whether or not it's just fucking about our secret tests you know they might not actually what they're trying to say it's in every chartered airliner that yeah, goes up um, have got this I don't know they've got the capability to drop chemicals yeah. into into um, the uh, toxins or whatever you know, I, I don't know if it's as wide as that you know I think in my own opinion at most you know at the most extreme conspiracy in my, my own head that I believe it could be possible is that the American government has not just the American government governments generally yeah, yeah, have yeah. secret programs that they are literally testing it. They could be testing ah, it. Ah, quite possibly. Um, quite so it's not perfected yet. The, the, for all you know, they could be sat there going, "Fucking, oh, we can't fucking get it right. Fucking, how the fuck are you supposed to do it? Yeah, <laughs> all these fucking knobheads to think we've got perfected. Don't have a clue what we're doing. Does it go hand in hand with harp? Then would you say that harp was a uh, a, a weather manipulator? Because harp harp is the much more conspiracy possibility out of the two. You know. 
the fact that the, the fact that nobody from Harp is coming out and saying this is what it does. I mean, I've never googled Harp before. Yeah. Well, I have, and also get is Jesse Ventura, the ex-American yeah. uh, congressman or whatever it was, <laughs> who did yeah. a, a program about it. It was really good, but that was very suggestive. And his agenda for his show was to prove that it was a conspiracy to yeah. say they was it three million watts or volts or something that they yeah, pumped up into the well, stupid. What was it? The, what was it? Wasn't the stratosphere? Was it, it was higher than that? Ionosphere. The ionosphere, yeah. and they were pushing it out. And they're pushing the ionosphere out, and it was producing a byproduct which was the opposite to uh, thunder. When lightning crashes down, it produces a massive body, like sonic boom, and that's what you get from the thunder yeah. reacting from the ionosphere. But because in because they're pushing the ionosphere out, they're getting like a low humming noise, mm-hmm. and this humming noise can be resonated if directed into the right area yeah. to manipulate earthquakes. I mean, it's, even saying it out loud yeah. sounds stupid. Like, but the, the, is it plausible when when you hear it? See, when I hear shit like that, I think, fucking hell, that that sounds like it could be possible. That's yeah. what they're doing. Well, the harp would out of the two would definitely be the more plausible one, yeah. in my opinion, because the harp is quite clearly the massive. Yeah, it's it's the it's the big top secret project. It's got shitloads yeah. of fucking security. It's got shitloads of military around it. You know, it's and you know all the. Stupid badges of you will be shot on sight, probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, trespassers <laughs> will be shot, survivors will be shot again. Yeah, you know, and it, that tells me that whatever the hell it is, it's, it is a top secret project. It is not only that, let's face that, them, all those things, you, you, you can't miss them on pictures, can you? Let's face that, they're all just fucking pylons, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pointing They're doing something. Mm. What they're doing is another matter. Mm. Now, quite clearly, they're not telescopes. No, quite clearly, they're not. You it's know, electrical. It looks like an electrical you know, grid. It you know, looks like an advanced electrical. Quite it clearly, like they're not electrical grid. You know, quite clearly, they're not telescopes. They're not, you know, detectors are collecting data. They're doing something. Like, I think you could say a good guess was to say that they're, they're pumping fucking electricity yeah. into the sky. Yeah. There's got to be documents out there that have said that. Or is yeah. that just something that everybody's guess? I mean, that Billy Hayes. He said that he worked on 240 installations around yeah. the world that he knows of. Uh, Whether or not he's a Legit. A, a legit person or not, though, he seemed to be... To, to be honest with you, up until that point, he was fine. Then all of a sudden, he, he just went a bit... Well, how did he weird. go off? What was, what, did, what was his statement to say that is a little bit weird? Oh, yeah, we're, uh, uh, we don't know what it's doing out of our... Out universe. Of our, out of into, our into another universe. And it's a, yeah, it sort of pissed on all of his credibility. Yeah. It's like a, he says all this fucking great stuff, yeah. all this academic yeah. and... It seems factual evidence that he's bringing. He's articulate. He's confident, and then he says just this one little stupid, the one, little, the one little biased conspiracy theorist thing, that and it just shits it up. Yeah, it shits it up. Puts to bed everything else that he yeah. said as well. But, um, but if if there is two hundred and forty installations, as he said, if that's a lot, you know that that's a worldwide type fucking thing. You know, mm. he said um, he worked on these over the like worldwide. Right? Yeah, so. Are individual countries developing their own harp system, or was he working for uh, an American uh, government contractor who were putting these installations around the world uh, strategically? You can't imagine him going to China and saying, "Yeah, we're going to put this great big fucking yeah. electric fucking system in. You're going to be all right about it." Yeah. Especially if they can use it to their advantage mm-hmm. to release fucking it earthquakes. Imagine if it was fucking America who released a fucking tsunami. Oh. It was, I say America, the fucking mm-hmm. the the tyrants. Not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not to, I'm not coming down with beef on the American people. I'm just putting two and two together and coming up with three thousand. <laughs> the the main thing with the the heart thing, it would not surprise me at all in the slightest that there's some kind of secret project out there 
similar to you know you've seen all the Nazi stuff you know in World War Two all those top secret tests they don't oh, yeah. you know those shit loads wasn't there mm. it wouldn't surprise me at all if you somebody American wise had this top secret government project let's see what happens if we just pump this wattage into the sky and let's just watch what happens well, there's got to be a theory behind it surely they just won't well, do yeah. that um, there's got to be like a they must have like scenarios as well what's the best thing that can happen well we can yeah. uh, oh. we can uh, manipulate weather and we can release earthquakes what's the worst thing can, that can happen oh. we can open a black hole in yeah. our atmosphere like, and get sucked into it and that I know, I, I know what, don't forget though if the heads of this project are possibly scientists or something along them lines you know does a, scientists do a lot of stupid fucking things with no real basis of why they do it? And that, the atom bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, the atom bomb had a clear purpose, though, didn't it? Yeah, but fucking but for example, in in fucking World War Two, fucking why the fuck did all the Nazi, uh, you know, professors mm-hmm. decide? Right, well, let's get that twin over there and put that twin behind that wall so he doesn't have a clue where his other twin is and chop his head off and see if he dies. Let's just try. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, we just did stuff. And, Tortured one person in one room and put the other in the soundproof room s- to see if they felt the pain. What twins? Yeah, so twins th- and triplets. They so loved it. So they're going on the theory that twins had some type of uh, connection. Yeah. And but what's the basis for that? How would that benefit you? At they, tr- they were trying to obviously tap in then to the the the, the dark realms of yeah. uh, voodoo. Uh, That's fucking story. Castle Wolfenstein type shit. If you've ever played that game, that's fucking put the shits up me when I played that when I was 10. That's going off, uh, there was a little bit in the unit as well, the episode, the series of the unit, there was a uh, woman, an old, old woman from the Department of Defence, yeah. remember her, who, uh, who were trying to put the, across that, the fact, when you're really close to somebody, yeah. you can start picking up on things that's happening in their life. Yeah. I don't think it's something you're ever going to tap into. Do you no. reckon that's true, that? Do you reckon that's true? With people you're really close to, you can pick up on things that are happening in their life subconsciously. You can pick up an aura from them. I don't know. See, the whole idea behind the the aura thing, it, it is, you can feel an atmosphere in a room, you can. can't you? Yeah. Even if you don't know there's going to be an atmosphere, you can feel that atmosphere still, that's true. even if you don't know no, it. That's so, true, that's true. You know, so there was it, a it, fucking it, atmosphere in work before when the FOD came down. Oh, yeah, I bet there was. Um, but, so it, that is a possibility, it really yeah. is a possibility. Um whether or not you're actually picking up subconscious facts, though, that's another matter. <coughs> that's a bit of a uh, mind-reading type. And so translating on. the cold, breaking it down, yeah. breaking down that feeling, feeling into actual like images. Yeah, I, I can't see that. Um, that just doesn't fly <laughs> at all. So, would you put to bed the uh, the chemtrails, or do you think that's one that you're going to keep an open mind? Chemtrails for me is definitely more or less. 99% likely, I think it's just a lot of bullshit. At most, it's just some kind of scientific experiment for the trying. They don't have a clue what they're doing. The harp thing, I would say that's a good, plausible one for me. You know, yeah. The skyquakes did it for Poss- me. Possibly not to the level of them saying they could cause earthquakes or they could cause this, but doing something, mm. you know, affecting something it's in some way. The science, or it wasn't really science, was it? The the layman's terms that they broke it down into. I, I took it, I, when I was listening to it, I thought, fucking hell, that seems really possible. They're yeah. pumping that up that much wattage. Mm-hmm. And they had credible scientists there trying to trying to prove the fact. The dude with the chamber who uh, was trying to uh, show how um, fucking heart would work by, uh, by moving um, cloud patterns around. Mm-hmm. And he it's a experiment was that was shit because there was a lot of heat generated yeah. from the uh, which throws it out completely. Which throws it out because it's heat. It's just going to push the fucking gun and say it up, isn't it? And that was a shame. That when I watched it the first time, I was blew away by mm-hmm. it. I thought, well, it it seems conclusive that yeah. it is um, an electromagnetic field disturbing clouds, and they can mm-hmm. can move whole patterns around. Yeah. It's terrifying to think that that's actually mm-hmm. possible, though, isn't it? 
Well, yeah. Um, the well, it, it is possible, I suppose, really. Um, but to those types of scales to actually affect weather, I don't know. Weather's a lot, you know. I, yeah. I, I know it sounds da- a daft thing to say, but you know, let's say if you've got a fucking storm, it's fucking massive. No, no. You know, it's <laughs> I don't even think three million watts could fucking touch it with the bars, Paul. I just don't three think million. You know, Duncan Trussell sort of hit the nail on the head. If it's if it is possible. It'd make a great weapon, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine if you had that. It make it make every missile pointless and every aeroplane yeah. sent up pointless and every aircraft can be pointless. You can fight a war from a fucking your armchair in the living room. You can just press buttons and go. Well, I want that there, yeah. and I want that there. Let the devastation it's happen. It's the same thing as um, the satellite missile anti anti satellite missiles that countries have started developing. Yeah, Star Wars, well. you know, yeah, basically, you know, let's say for example, you know, oh look. Big massive American carrier fleet in the Pacific Ocean, you know. Let's go to war with China. China, you know, all kicks off. They're going to go to war. They're about to not fuck out each other. Send all the missiles up, all the planes up, all the ships out, GPS, fucking everything. The next mm. thing China goes, oh, that's 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 a boom, fuck off. See you later. No satellite. <laughs> everything will go to shit. You know. Do you reckon the target the satellites? Arguably, though, the Americans would have something to. The Americans are the only one with an official anti satellite program. With missiles that can shoot satellites out of the space. Well, China tested it, didn't they, a couple they of years it, yeah, ago? They had an old satellite that we were bringing down and yeah. decided that we were going to fucking shoot it and they fucking shot it yeah. and they fucking hit it. Um, <laughs> Did you hear about the Indian satellite they tried to launch? No. The Indians, the Indian Space Agency, tried to launch a satellite and it was either going to the moon or Mars or somewhere like that and they launched it and it was gone for a long, long time, right? Yeah. And they started to get the first fucking images back and they picked up. Uh, uh, water and then they picked up transmission of a whale it was in the Indian Ocean (laughs) the fucking satellite that had been gone let's say for three years that they thought was on a beautiful journey somewhere (laughs) was really at the bottom of the Indian Ocean (laughs) oh my god we've got water hang on a minute we've got whales (laughs) hang on a minute is it in the fucking ocean? You can just imagine fucking just it, just it clearing up fucking those two whale humpback whales shagging fuck out of each other (laughs) What were those notes you made before? Seeing you making some notes before. Uh, that was a Tony the Tony Hayward opinion article on eco fuels and all that bullshit. What do you want to hear that one? Yeah. Um, the we were talking about eco stuff before me about mm. you know the green electricity and all that stuff and I, I said what was it? Uh, if a government could control weather, yeah. it'd be beneficial for them for the weather to go fucked up and fucked up and more fucked up, top secret, because they could just then oh look. Global one, global one, mm-hmm. more eco taxes, you know, put ah. prices up. Because Tony Hayward said in his article... Who is uh, Tony Hayward? Just Tony Hayward is the there. ex-executive director of BP who got sacked after the Gulf of War. Gulf War? Mm. The um, Gulf of Mexico oil spill explosion okay. fuck-up thing. Um, but he is really intelligent. And he did an article on how we shouldn't be trying to go green. We should be trying to advance towards green. You know, not... How can I explain it? Instead of us going, oh, well, hang on, let's shut all these power plants down and start up green, you know, wind power, solar power. He said, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be advancing to, to gas, which is much less pollution, you know, much less... Polluting. Polluting. And then advancing from that onto something else and just make our way to it gradually because, as he said in it, the article was, if you think that it's expensive to build it now... Imagine in 20 years when all of a sudden they realise that it's not fucking viable and they've got to take all them wind farms back down. He said it'll be fucking three times more expensive then. But aren't we doing that at the moment? Aren't we working towards it? Or are you saying right now we just go green, go green, go green, go green, well, go green? Well, literally all of this is green tax, green tax, green tax. You know, they've, they've 
by by law, otherwise they'll get fined by the EU. They've got to close this many coal power stations, but they're not building gas power stations. They're not building nuclear power stations. Well, there's there's one going in the Somerset, isn't um, the EDF? Well, yeah. it's got a three billion but power. Well, invested three billion to I build a nuclear. I know, but EDF fucking nuclear power station. EDF jumped ship though. Um, they backed out the contract. Uh, they're, tr- they're looking for uh, more funding now. I thought they wanted to uh, guarantee the prices. They wanted to guarantee the prices off the government. They wanted to say, that they wanted the government to say, right, this is how much you'll yeah, get paid for well. I thought the government agreed to that because the yeah. fucking lands, the land's been landscaped now, hasn't it? They're ready but, to build. They're ready to fucking lay foundations. It might have been the EDF. It might have been somebody else, but somebody backed out. A major player backed out, and so it's all a bit iffy now. But back on that subject, um, he said he, he believes that we should advance to gas now because gas is far less polluting. Seems to be a shitload of it around. You know. He said we should advance to that now. Instead of whacking prices up and you know closing loads of stuff and having power shortages and all this stuff, he said we should do this and we should do this, do this. And the main thing he said was, he said, but considering he doesn't work for BP now, he's fairly unbiased about it. He said, but no energy firm in the right mind is going to follow that that route because he said one percent of profit at BP is from oil. The rest is from green eco stuff you're shitting me no, the rest of it is literally nearly all eco eco taxes eco you know eco laws eco projects building eco places and that's you know, profit that's you know profit you know they make fuck all off oil they make hardly anything our companies I don't know about fucking the American one they'll probably make a lot of money but the oil itself they make hard they make loads of revenue yeah but profit wise it's just barely profitable for them they're making all profit off green stuff now what like well, let's straight. <coughs> well, straight away, the government is paying massive subsidies for right. green, okay. for green electricity. There's there's three types of electricity: there's green electricity, brown electricity, and black electricity. Right, what are the three? Uh, black. black electricity's main fossil fuel, fossil fuel type shit. Okay. Brown electricity is a slight emission made electricity. Mm-hmm. But it is much better for the environment, and it's. What well, well, gives an example of brown electricity? What's how's that produced? Um, what's that using? AD plants. Brown electricity is oh, like AD that. plant right, type okay. stuff. Okay. Um, that's anaerobic digestion. That's like yeah. food waste being broken down by bacteria. Um, that's brown electricity, which can be traded under a certain thing, and you get a certain gov- government subsidiary off it. Green electricity is green electricity. The government will pay you fucking big money for it. Right. To buy it, well, the national grid will pay you big money for it. Mm. I don't understand by big money. They're paying more for it. Yeah, they're paying more for it because of the fact that it doesn't add on to the emissions, that big list of emissions that right. they use monitoring. Because if that emissions gets okay. to, is at a certain point in a certain year, they bum us. You know, right, so they're going to pay more for the uh, unit per kilowatt, and that'll work itself out down the line when they get a reduced uh, yeah. fucking dirty <coughs> tax bill. Well, I remember um, the one power plant here um, years ago was getting paid £110 per megawatt of electricity. But if the coal power station was making that a megawatt of electricity, they'd only get in, be getting paid £50. Whereas the National Grid was paying £110 for that because it would be offset by the fact that they'd be getting fined less. Mm-hmm. More, less, lim- less emissions. That's amazing. And that's the idea behind the whole CO2 thing. And as Tony Hayward said, right now in all the projects of wind farms and solar electricity and, you know, AD plants, solar panels on your, you know, your roofs and all sorts, what you need to remember is you look, you see like British gas. Now, a lot of people subconsciously don't realise they're doing it. 
<coughs> but all they think is, oh, it's just a gas company. It's yeah, yeah. Fucking owns fucking, God knows how much electricity stuff. Mm. It does insulation, does solar panels, does wind farms. British gas? Is it still a British Centric company? No, oh. it's, no, it's European, uh, German. Um, you know, they do solar panels, you know, wind farms, you know, subsidiaries, all this stuff. Let's say right there and then they sell to you a solar panel, for, you know, array for 20 grand, mm-hmm. something like that. But in the money, they probably get about 20 grand off the government as well as a subsidiary. Right. Think about how much profit that is. Oh, let's, no. say the, let's say it's worth, you know. It costs them eight grand to build tops and install yeah, and materials know, and labour and transfer. Their profit, their profit is not in what you're paying them. No. It's in what the government's paying them, which ultimately we are paying them. Yeah. Still, if that makes sense. You know, of course it does we're still paying pay for it. it. Yeah. We're still paying it, but we're not paying for it in the bill. You can almost say um, you're paying for it twice, aren't you? Yeah. Twice full. <coughs> but that's exactly what he said that we shouldn't be trying to advance that fast. Now, the Americans have had a fairly right idea, even though they have ruined places cool. by doing the fracking. But with the fracking thing... Do you agree with fracking? I'm a supporter of fracking. Right, okay. Um, but they are, are, you, are you not concerned by fracking? No, not in the slightest. Why not? I'm just not. But why, why, I, I can't understand that. You, you've obviously... Have you seen the horror stories? Or you I've, just I've seen the horror stories, but I think that's all they are. Just horror stories. I've just s- I've seen the, the people tiny tiny minority of places. Yeah, Not but it's still one. It's still people are getting fucking fired out the yeah. taps. Oh, well, that's one too many. Yeah, some places they did fuck up with it. Not only that, they're in baby step stages for fucking fracking. Then, agree, agree. I, I, yeah, arguably now it is much more advanced, much more refined. Not only that, the people who are doing it over it have been doing it for fucking decades elsewhere. You know, since they invented it, which I think I think it was about a decade ago. I think they found it, mm. wasn't it? Something like that. Um, but the Americans did have the right idea of frack now. Um, not to sound like I'm from Battlestar Galactica, but frack now. Um, get prices down, mm. and literally give the energy companies profit. <coughs> no green alternatives, type of thing. You know, and that is the ec- economic way to do it. Right. It really is. Whereas we are generally going, bam, shut power stations, shut power stations, and we're not building enough to viably, to viably sustain it. Is that true, then, what the government are saying, the targets that are coming out, I say, by 2018, we could start seeing rolling blackouts. That's not a long time away. That's five oh, years away. The problem is there's a big shortfall in it because they're not getting enough alternative electricity. Well, can I just stop you there, Declan Edward Whiteside? In... Um, January of 2013, um, the Scottish government, or who was it? Was it the Scottish government paid the electric companies in Scotland to stop producing renewable energies because they were producing too much yep. and they didn't have the capacity to store it? So, it's to say that we're not producing enough energy to supply our demand um, seems to be skirmongry yeah. we all know that the media especially we're getting this information from yeah. the corporate media by saying we're going to have rolling blackouts in, for, in the 2018 in five to seven years time when uh, back, the fact is that um, the government were paying this government the Scottish government were paying uh, electrical companies in Scotland to stop to turn off the fucking wind yeah. farms because they're producing too much and they couldn't fucking store it well that's part back to the same article with Tony Hayward again um that was one of his arguments in said article was that literally instead of them going down this green route and you know having all the skirmongering of panic about power cuts possible and all that mm. stuff, he said just go to fucking gas, just do it, just go bump gas, mm. no problems, 
you know, just your usual stuff every now and again. Your fucking power cut here and there. And <laughs> one power but, cut's too many. One power cut's too many. We we don't have power uh, cuts down there anymore, uh, mate. Very rare. I, I did, 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 do you remember that blackout four four or five years ago? That went no. off. Traffic lights went off and everything. No, it was fucking terrifying. What what was it? What caused that? <coughs> um, some main breaker went in Rainhill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Never affected us though. We were on the well, where I was on the yeah. the West Bank well, <laughs> on, well, on the Gaza Strip. Well, I had my driving license for a week, and I was out driving the works car. Thank you very much. And all the traffic lights went off, so I was shitting my pants. So I had to go over Ashley Way yeah. with no traffic lights. Think right. about that. Was it every man from himself? From Barclays to uh, Waterloo. Was it every man for himself? Oh, yeah. Was it? So, it's still about lorries and everything. All back to the subject, anyway. Cool. Um, but Scotland, electricity consumption to renewable energy sources mm-hmm. is massively different to England. You know, they have a lot of energy sources yeah. compared to not much energy use. Right. Compared to us, who yeah. use shitloads, and we've got, generally speaking, no renewables close by. Could they not just fucking send that electricity down our way? Because we was pulling <coughs> electricity from Wales at, some, at one point. Wales the is another country in the UK. The UK is made up of four countries. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, but it's a long way to move electricity. And even at, even at massively low wattages, mm. it's still going to lose a lot of electricity just to the air, yeah. you know, just generally. Um the so th- that was a bit of a different one, but I don't think the skirmongering uh, they are they are going to be skirmongering because the it's the corporate the, media p- people are going to uh, it's corporate be, media people are going to be willing to pay le- more eco tax yeah. aren't they? you know they're going to be less well not more willing but they're going to be less angry oh. you know they're going to be less willing to go mad and say this is scandalous and all that mm-hmm. shit but the <laughs> the thing with the eco stuff though is a lot of it's just bullshit. Now this is one of the main bullshit. Ar- right, this is one of the main arguments. Right, I you've have got for to back it. up. The, yeah, go on. This is going to be interesting. Right. You've got to back this up, mate. Right now, solar panels. Right, that's one of the main ones. Everybody's got solar <coughs> panels these that's days. What, that's what I want. Solar uh, powers. I'll right. go with that. It's supposed to be the shit. You know, you can get it on government subsidies now, and it costs so much money, and you make so much money back. Yeah. But a lot of that money you're making back is government subsidised. Now, all of a sudden, that might one day just go out the window. The subsidy. You right. Know, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? The money you make back? As in. Some of that money that you're getting paid mm. isn't coming from the grid. It's Just coming from explain the it to people who do not know how the solar power system works. So you know how solar power works, but explain how people make money off it. The solar power system is that you buy solar panels, obviously. Yeah. For a certain amount of money, you will get your electricity for free. Okay. For so many years, yeah. plus extra money paid back to you, and you will pay off that solar panel. Right. Who pays the money back to you? The national grid buys the electricity off you. That you're generating. The extra electricity you're not using. Go straight to the grid. Okay. Uh, and the way it works out eventually is, depending on how many pounds you got, I know someone that gets about 2,000, maybe 3,000 pound per six months. Fucking hell. Approximately. Wow. Profit on top of their free energy bills. Fucking um, So, and they reckon that you will make your money back on solar panels within 15 years or so. Yeah, but the lifespan of solar panels is 10 years. Not all of them. Some of them have, have, do have better ones. Well, uh, what are we talking? What's the maximum that you know of? Or you some solar know? panels that are guaranteed for 25. 25 years? The more expensive yeah, ones. Yeah, but how much are they costing? A lot. Let's do some simple maths. But tw- these solar panels that are lasting 25 years, can you fit them onto uh, a, a terraced house like this? Or is there just not enough room to fit the amount? Oh, no, you, you can fit them on. Right, so, so th- how much would you say... Just a, a complete guess. Would it cost you cash out your ass pocket to buy these solar panels well, that last twenty five years? Well, my uncle got so many. The one who was making three thousand pound, 
he had a, his sole pounds are guaranteed for 20. Right, okay. Uh, and his cost him £28,000. So he paid £28,000? £28,000. Is that including any subsidy from the government? There's, there was a subsidy on it so at the time that he got him. So even after the subsidy, he was still playing £28,000? He got quite a lot of panels, though. Yeah, but that's but still a fucking ridiculous amount of money. Um, Capital yeah, to have lying around. Now, this is the main thing that makes me laugh with the solar panel um, thing, though. What they're failing to tell anybody or even divulge. Uh, it is in the news. It has been on the news. Um, but they've not really accepted it. <laughs> we are you now getting solar panels on our roofs, you know, saying, oh, it'll, cost, it'll do this. And you know, eventually, after all the time, after the government have put subsidies through, solar panel prices will come down. Mm-hmm. Everybody, can afford them. everybody can put them on. You know, everybody will make profit. Everybody will get free electricity. That's the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, but Spain has admitted, after having fucking solar panels for 30 years, in Spain, solar panels, not financially viable. If it doesn't work in Spain, it's not going to fucking work here, how, is it? How is it not financially viable in Spain? Because by now, they're not doing any eco-subsidies at all. Right. And literally, no company is making profit out of it. They just can't. The only company that's making profit out of it is solar panel companies. <laughs> they're the only ones. How? The how, compa- how are they not making profit out of it? The electricity companies are producing this so much electricity. Yeah. And they're consistently having to put prices up. You know, they, they can't sell the electricity for the right type of money. Not only that, the second that the fucking sun goes down, it's out the fucking window. They've got a couple of things that they use to store it yeah. and store the energy type of thing, but they just do not have enough money. When I went to Barcelona five years, no, three years ago, no, what was it now? I've been in that house. So four years ago, right, on Barcelona Beach, if you look down the road, down the beach, probably about a mile away, they had a fucking huge solar array. Yeah. This was right on the beach. It was raised up. It was literally, there was a road running along the beach. Behind the road was like the city, the Barcelona city. And at the end of the, let's say, the beach, where the where the, where the landmass starts curving around for the rest of Spain, there was a fucking solar array there. And I kid you not, it was the size of a soccer a football stadium. It was fucking titanic you could have probably landed four or five jumbo jets on there or the dream landers on there it was that fucking big now why are they trying to make profit out of it that's probably a stupid question right you, earlier you just said right uh, the government are trying to get to the point where everybody's producing enough solar energy so uh, they're getting it for free well who's going to want that the yeah. fucking the electric companies aren't going to want that are they no. the last thing that they want is people everywhere getting the money getting energy for free exactly. Germany have got the right fucking attitude right uh, Angela fucking Myrtle as vicious as she might be in the economic world she has decided to close the fucking power stations after what happened in Fukushima right because Fukushima's dead now I don't keep on saying it Fukushima's gone for a hundred thousand years because of the nuclear power plant that's been manipulated by the earthquake and the the, uh, the joining tsunami that joined into it they're closing the nuclear power stations and every fucking house in Germany is getting solar panels on their roof and they've they've worked it out that they are going to produce that much electricity Electricity that they'll be able to export it to fucking France. Yeah. Well, <coughs> see, they, they say it now. The problem you've got is it's all predictions and forecasts. Yeah, they're not forecasting values, right? They're forecasting how much energy one house is going to uh, yep. provide, even on the cloudy days. That's yep. the way. That's how they've fucking uh, worked it out. But imagine if they do that, they put solar panels on every single house. Mm-hmm. And let's say even after a certain amount of time, they do export stuff to France and everything. What happens then when all of a sudden all them solar panels start failing? Well, Who the fuck pays for it again? 
Are the German government gonna gonna pay for it? I doubt it. Well, look at it this way, right? They're getting free energy. Each household is getting free energy, right? And if they're exporting it, let's say they're exporting it to another country, right? Surely they're gonna be filling the hole that they're gonna be missing out on uh, on the fucking on the uh, uh, citizens paying their electric bills. They're not gonna have any nuclear power plants to fucking worry about. All right, the the electrical industry is gonna be decimated because yeah. there's gonna be no fucking uh, thousand people working on the power plant. But, but think about it that's got to be the way to go it, right it's proven now it's been proven now but that if you fill 1% 1% of the earth's landmass in solar panels it will be able to power the whole fucking world that's 1% of yeah. solar panels alright transferring the power maybe our technology isn't there yet that we could put fucking fill the, I don't know Dubai with solar panels and the rest of the world feeds off it maybe that's not there yet but the 1% is so insignificant to yeah. fill um, that's if we don't want blackouts it's the it's the people in power who are that fucking evil who would rather suffer blackouts than give people free energy but the main problem you've always got of course is that eventually the sun goes down that's where you big the sun problem. goes no. down no. <laughs> you know it, it's it's nigh on impossible you are going to have to have power plants to pick up the slack on nights you know bollocks because literally bollocks you know I call bullshit on that. Because there's three times more electricity used on nights. Do, do you know what? If this was QI that Stephen Fry did, that'll be a whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> That is what everybody says when the sun goes down. Solar panels don't work. What do you think they're doing for the rest of the day? Solar panels. If you think about it, if they can put hubs, battery hubs, in the houses or in the roofs or whatever, uh, replace, let's say they replace fucking people's combi boilers, right, with a battery on the wall. Oh. I know it's, it sounds horrible having a battery on the wall, right, and that battery can power your house throughout the night oh, but you need a battery that can power 240 volts and that type of a battery is a big fucking battery you know that is a mega fucking battery and they're expensive as fuck you know it's how much is a boiler a boiler fucking can cost anywhere from 700 yeah, quid up to five grand but the batteries that are you're going you're devil's advocate like a the, motherfucker the, the batteries start calling you Joel um <laughs> The batteries that go in, for example, the new electric cars, that's a good example. The new electric cars, when they're running, they can power two 240 volt plugs, right? Mm. Then batteries are 15,000 pounds. 15 grand? 15 grand. That's exactly what they are. So then you've got the price of the car on top of the battery. You've got, you actually, you've got you to be wrong. You, you, actually, be wrong. you actually have to rent the batteries. You can't, you, your car would be about 40 grand. People rent them, that's what they do. Right. Well, the, um, price of them, the price of batteries will come down. They will come down, but for it to get to a viable level, the solar panels need to come down, and they need to come up with options to store electricity. That's right. the main problem. So what you're saying that uh, it's not viable then to uh, to to run the planet off solar energy? Uh, is that viable in a cost sense? No, it's not not viable in a cost sense, and it's not viable anyway because it's nearly impossible to do it. What are you, you know? are you at your fucking mind? They've got solar panels there now, doing the job already. Is the problem the cost of maintaining the solar panels? No, the problem is, let's say right now, right, everybody's got solar panels all over the place, right? There's nowhere to just store electricity. That electricity needs a power source behind it to yeah. push it through. Well, isn't, that, isn't that what grids are for? No, grids, uh, you know, the, the RRAs, but relatively speaking, second fiddler's ferry power station goes off now, all the electricity goes off, because the grid can't power, it can't power on its own, mm. it needs power behind it mm. to, I know it sounds daft, but a power station, if a power station has a power cut, mm -hmm. 
it can't produce power. Yeah. Because it needs the power to make power. Right. I know it sounds pathetic, but that's the main problem. We have in work in our on our site, as you all too well know, you have um you do have power cuts, don't you? Yeah. Now Don't yeah, yes we do, because you wear those well. Now you think to yourself yeah, but that's, that's we're a power plant. That's not necessarily us not having enough power, that's just breakers tripping, that's all. Yeah, but it's not like we're running out of power. Um, you know, what it means though is as soon as that electricity supply is gone, right? It doesn't necessarily trip breakers. As soon as that electricity supply is gone, we can't. We do not have a system in place, the same as the power stations, for that electricity that we're producing to back feed round and keep feeding it to keep everything going. It doesn't happen. It just goes. That's it. Well, as soon as the loop's gone. Wait, well, wait, wait, what are you trying to explain to me, Declan? Because <coughs> I might be too stupid to understand what you're going on about. I'm trying to explain that the problem you've got with solar energy is that as soon as the sun is down, you're fucked. Right, if anybody's fuck. watching this podcast, tweet in to at the anarchist on dead or at um, a Brit podcaster and just tell me exactly what you think if solar power is a good idea and if you can try and explain why you think it's a good idea or if you actually know how, why it works and if it could work because Declan seems to be completely against it when it's a proven fucking theory that solar panel is working you seem to think that well, do, it, if everybody gets solar panel the world it's, it's, will it's, ad- round. it's adding more energy into the equation but that's all it's doing it's not enough there's nowhere near enough energy. It's been it. proven that if they fill the land with one yeah, percent, it will enough to fill the planet. They're yeah, building a, 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 a million fucking man yeah. city in Dubai. Right, right, That's right. going to be self-sustained. Right. Well, let's let's say you you have one um, percent of the Earth covered in solar panels, mm-hmm. equally spaced out mm-hmm. to all the populated areas, type yeah. of thing. So right now we've got solar panel array, whatever the hell it is, type of thing. Sun goes down, that stops getting solar. How long will it be before that all the lights go off? The power's stored in batteries. The batteries yeah, are powered up. They cannot store enough electricity to last a night with no sun. They cannot do it. It's impossible. Uh, why it, can't they do it? Why is it impossible? There is, there is not enough storage space to do it. And there's not there's enough, not enough storage space. There's what just not, you, can't, you can't store I think you're guessing. electricity. I think you're guessing. You can't. It's impossible. It's completely impossible. Nothing's impossible. However implausible, nothing's impossible. The, in order to do something to that extent, mm. the amount of money would be unreal. It would be fucking well into the billions. And I mean... Well, the, well, the money's there for it. It might be fiat. It might be fiat money. But I just... To me, solar energy is just written off, especially since saying Spain has said it's not financially viable for them and they're a really sunny country. Yeah, but they're saying it's not financially viable. They're not saying that the technology is not working and they can't do it. They're just but, saying that they're not making enough money off it. Yeah, but if it's not financially viable... No one's going to do it. It's written off. That's it. It's gone. Well, aren't, don't they need to move away from um, fucking charging people for electricity then? Or charging people differently for it? Start renting out solar panels for people's houses. I mean, start charging every household £90 a month for the solar panels. That's how they're going to make money. Um, people's uh, costs will reduce. And these gas companies and electric companies aren't going to have the money of maintaining a whole fucking power station. Because they're maintaining fucking solar arrays. My opinion on the matter now is... In 20 years, 25, 30 years, something along them lines, all of our wind farms are going to be up, solar panels are going to be up, there's going to be shitloads of them all over the fucking country, and all of a sudden, we're going to get shafted with a massive energy bill, because all the energy companies are going to have to fuck them off, because they're not they're not making the money, and they're literally going to go, right? So it's greed it that are going to stop people having green energy there. Yeah, that's not exactly what it is, that's exactly what it'll be. Maybe attitudes will change. No way. No, I, I kind of agree with that. Even when I said uh, that, it sounded fucking stupid. The, 
I think regards to what happens now, they are going to learn a harsh lesson at some point in the next decade where something's just going to go tits up and they're going to go, right, well, we've got to fucking either build nuclear power stations or gas power stations. No, that's not true. That's not true because uh, you're saying that greed is the only the only reason why it's ultimately going to fail, right? People will not allow the lights to go out. If people start getting blackouts, if people's... Free, right, put it this way, right, in Scotland, you still have quite a lot of blackouts. In Gail's hometown, they have at least once, one a year, they have a blackout, right? In, if they have house insurance, right... Uh, everything that's in the freezer gets covered under house insurance. So whenever there's a blackout, you can always guarantee you're going to have a full fridge, aren't you? Yeah. You've got venison steaks and you've got fillet steaks and you've got the best salmon and the best cod and the best bluefin tuna in there. So let's say you've got a £500 fridge, the uh, freezer that's full of meat. When that defrosts because the lights go out, the insurance companies have got to pay out for that. Yeah. So the insurance companies are going to get pissed off with the electric companies because they because of greed, they're saying they're not producing enough money. They're not making enough money, so they're going to have to move away from that the insurance companies are going to go to war with the fucking uh, electric companies not unless the uh, right into the insurance bill well your food and your freeze is no longer covered yep. by your insurance the which is possible but it'd be cunty like the main thing to me is I just genuinely think it's going to be a real problem where they are just literally going to get to a certain date and they're just going to scrap all the eco stuff because it's literally <clears throat> without giving without doubling people's energy prices overnight they cannot afford to keep them that's my genuine opinion without government subsidy without government subsidy because that government subsidy is currently funding everything as soon as that goes out the window it's fucking gone that's it we're fucked big style so the government obviously know this don't they well that's why the government are trying to subsidize fracking to try and hold put you know shore up a hole but fracking's not going to have the same benefit for us as, as for other places well, according to George Osborne there's enough fucking gas off the Irish in the Irish Sea. The Irish Sea is the one that goes on to the Atlantic, isn't yeah. it? Is that right? Yeah. Well, there's enough gas there to uh, for about 2,000 years uh, worth of supply. Oh, yeah, there's shitloads of it, but I just do not think it's going to have the same benefit over here as, as in America. But, but, but financial benefit or...? Financial benefit. This is what also, we were talking about. Um, this is what we were talking about before. Financial benefit, but also we have... You know, I can explain it. America has a big leviathan of funding, you know, to just word. push it through, you know. And so they, they don't really because it's a fiat currency. Yeah, but it's yeah. still there, isn't it? You know, yeah, they, they, they have the zeros and ones on paper. So they just went right. Well, let's frack, 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 frack. Power station, power station, power station. Dead easy. Yeah. Energy bills <laughs> bombed. In, you know, really quickly. They, they've they've lost like sixty percent of energy bills in the last two years or something Healthy. stupid. It really has bombed. Um, That's amazing. And. That's because of the way that they've done it. Energy. Over here, over here, it's much more stringent, um, you know, planning permission. Yeah. Straight away to the first, let's say they succeed in fracking all these different Is places. Is that just because people won't get bribed? Uh, not necessarily that, but we've just got really stringent planning permissions under the well, EU laws. We must have stringent planning permissions in America as well. Because nothing, they, nothing like that. Cause really? Well, the handy thing with Amer- that America's got is that it's fucking got corporations there. Mm. Much, mu- they've got much more influence than they have here. And I don't mean to sound fucking all, you know, anonymous. Xenophobic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Xenophobic. Over, over here, it will not have the benefit and it will not have the traction. It will not go as fast, if you know what I mean. Now, fracking may shore up a whole type of thing, but I genuinely think they need, they need to go, right, they can have the subsidies for the solar panels, no problem. But I think wind power... Eh, 
Wind power is a bit of a better one than solar panel, but <laughs> why? Because you know the the, benef- the benefits of it are though you can have a you know windy night type of thing, yeah. and the only thing you've got is with with the way the weather works is that it's a windy at some point during the day, and it's going to be windy at some point during the night. Yeah, but your argument doesn't doesn't fucking fall on the fact that there's enough renewable energy there or sustainable energy there to power this. Your argument is the cost. Well, yeah, if it's going to be windy all the time, it's producing energy all the time. Then what? What fucking money the company's going to use? Well, let's say right make. now. Let's say right now they go right. We can make the entire UK eco-efficient, all on solar panels, wind, you know, wind power, and we've got all these batteries that will store it. You'll never have power cuts or anything, but your energy bills will double. Will you do it? No, cause exactly. That's not the point of it. The energy is supposed to be free. You want it to reduce, right? Yeah. The, the thing is, right. Uh, it, Surely these energy companies will be saving millions, if not billions, by not running fucking coal-fired, uh, coal-fired nuclear-powered, uh, fucking oil-fired power plants. That is the, the cost to run those are going to disappear because they're not going to be there. Yeah, but the companies are going to get smaller and the profits are going to get less because the profits are going to get less because they're not selling electricity because people are making their own electricity. And the main... This is just a theory you've got, though, isn't it? It's not a theory. It is. Are you basing this on what's going on in Spain? No, not... Spain's a good example. It is a good example of them literally saying it's not... I'm not on about them saying it's not profitable enough. It's not profitable. It's loss-making. The money's gone. You know... But they're producing enough energy. Not necessarily, because they're still using power stations, still using gas and oil. You go all over... um, Spain, I've seen at least two when I've been to Spain. There's gas power plants there, yeah. loads of them. Right. And they still need those power stations. Yeah. And they well, Germany have got a Germany. Germany have got another uh, have got a different system, haven't they? They are uh, proactively putting solar panels on everybody's house. Yeah. Do you think Germany are gonna turn around in twenty years' time and think shit we're not producing enough uh, enough uh, revenue for our uh, industries and our corporations here. They 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 want to move away from power stations because they know one fuck up and that part of the, that only around it's dead. There's only Chernobyl, dead Fukushima dead there's Three only one reason dead there's only one reason why they are determined to push that through and why they're, why they're willing to pay that money, which is going to be costing them a hell of a lot of money to do that. Mm. There's only one reason, because as the head of the EU, they cannot be seen to not be going green. Because they this are is fucking theory. They again, are shoving shitloads of eco-taxes down the entire European Union's throat. <laughs> That's literally the art. fucking theory, um, like that. Because there's so many eco-taxes going around. You know, we live near a coal power station. They'll be down our throat straight away because we we our electricity is off the coal power station, which is let's face facts, what a mile that direction. Yeah. Um, that only produces steam out the cooling towers. Yeah. Um, the eco see the eco stuff, just the solar panel and the wind power. It adds it. I can I can see that it does add it. Not only that, wind power is fairly profitable. You know, they do make profit off it. It does push energy prices up. But it is fairly profitable. Solar panels are currently profitable for the people who own them, mm-hmm. people who are making them, and the energy companies. Mm-hmm. But it's just government subsidiary going round, 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 round. And as soon as something's not financially viable, 
it's not going to happen. It's going to go out the window. Oh my fucking god! So what's the point? What's the point then in doing fucking uh, of doing this green fucking? Have you got to be shown One that reason. initiative? One reason. If we don't meet their emissions targets, the EU finds us. That's all it is. You, you can't break it down to that. You can't. Um, you can't just explain the reason why we're doing green energy. Aren't we doing it to save the world? Isn't isn't the uh, other flip side to this uh, to this green energy on the corporations not making fucking billions of pounds of money? I, it's that the fact that the world is not going to stop spending I seen, tomorrow. I seen a fantastic statistic the other day on the Times. It was, and for every gram of CO two that we cut back, China adds ten. India adds twenty. Really? Yeah. They just throw it out. Because don't give a shit. Well, it's a good job then that we're cutting back as no. well, aren't we? But we're going to have all these technologies now then to fucking plough into India and plough into fucking China then to help them reduce the fucking carbon emissions, but, theoretically. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they've got a more or less never-ending supply of coal. It's just sat there in Australia. Just oh, buy it, buy no. It, buy, it, buy it, We've got a lot of coal here do, as well. Do you, reckon, do you reckon there's about five, six hundred years left in Australia? In Australia alone? Yeah. I know, know we've got four hundred years left. And, but... Again, now this is another thing, not financially viable to mine it over here because number one, it's expensive to mine it anyway. Yeah. Two, Wages, that's pure two it's expensive to burn it because of the eco taxes. True. And three, it's very hard to sell it because you've got to sell it for shitloads because of the eco taxes. Yeah. Well, we import a shitload of it from Russia, you no know, coal. Yeah. Um, uh, when I was uh, working for the uh, the import company, oh, when we. We was using Felixstowe as a uh, holding ground for all our goods, and we decided that we was going to use Immingham Hull, Hull Ports for for storing our containers. And when they invited us around there to have a to have a look round, um, I, I can't even give you a scale of this. It was it was probably the size of witness this port. It was that fucking big, right? It was absolutely titanic, right? And they had holding areas for for coal. And it was all coal that was getting shipped in from Russia. So it's cheaper for this country to pay another country to dig it out of the ground, transport it to a ship, and then ship it 8,000 mi- 8, miles across the ocean for us to burn, and we can still make profit on it. Yeah. That's what I mean. It it will always, regardless of what you do, it will always come down to profit. doesn't matter what you do. Are you saying attitudes are never going to change? Attitudes may possibly change in a hundred years. But why are they doing green? F- why are they doing? G- okay, take out of uh, the government incentive, right? right? Why are they doing green technologies? Why are they invested in green fucking? What's the one reason for it? Because supposedly it's going to save the world. No, it's going to do fuck all. Do you not think it'll help it? If you think the global warming conspiracy, as some people call it, just before the last ice age, pre ice age, for thousands of years. It was a never-ending trend of CO2 emissions going. Yeah, that's up, right. Up, 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 yeah, up. it's just natural, isn't it? And if we can't stop it, what the fuck's the point? We might hold it off for, you know, hundred years. It's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Which is a, but not even a blink, is it? It's like a, you know, it's like a queef in the wind. I know that's what I mean. You know, and to me, I just think we should go down the financially sensible route, which is, which is literally currently gas. No, go yeah, to you gas. Don't want to, you don't want to see fucking towns like Beijing, do you? Where we yeah. have smog alerts and yeah, fucking well, you can't drive in the city for three days because there's no fucking there's no visible people are walking around in Beijing wearing fucking face masks. Yeah. In India, India, have you seen the fucking the, is it Mumbai or whatever it's called now? Where in India, where the the fucking air is supposed to be that fucking polluted, people yeah. are getting cancer the by just fucking getting emphysema by just breathing air on the streets. Oh, but that's a slightly different one, though. They are literally just. 
coal power stations, coal power stations, coal so power stations. So that's the amount of cars on the road um, as well. Well, yeah, that, that was, that that was an industry, obviously. Now, as as much as it's going to pain me to say this, let's throw out solar panel and wind power oh, argument. You, yeah, you look devastated. Cars, right? Yeah. Car tax has rocketed recently. You know, the yeah. last, last, last 10 years. Car tax has rocketed recently, right? That's just inflation, though, isn't uh, it? No, I was in car tax has gone up because of the e-cost, you know, for the emissions. Okay. You know, it's 400 quid to tax a Range Rover now. Yeah, um, but you you also got some Range Rovers out there where the tax is £120 a year. Yes, well, th- my point now behind it is, I initially, a good few years ago when I first got my stupid first car. Which was what? Which was a Nissan Micra. Yeah, um, a, a woman's hairdresser car. Yeah, yeah. a woman's hairdresser car. Um, <laughs> Fucking love podcasting. That's an hour we've been going, mate. Let's just get our cocks on. The, for it right now. <laughs> the, I at first thought, fucking hell, it's stupid this, you know, of, um, of the tax going up. Now, I've looked at it now, and now since I first started driving then, and compared to now, the eco... Now, I know the reason behind the eco cars coming out properly is because the tax has gone up and because fuel's rocketed. The one thing I've got to give them, though, is eco-efficient cars. No, oh, Massively no. less CO2 emissions. How close out. are we to the 100 mile per gallon car? You know, we are literally like m- a couple of miles away from the 100 mile per gallon. Have you seen a gallon of fuel? It's like that. Now, a gallon of fuel? A gallon of now, fuel? 100 miles? What the fuck? Now, as much as lorry drivers and white van drivers would kick my front door down for saying this right now, I completely agree with that. You know, that, that whole thing of being able to make efficient cars because the amount of stuff, don't care what anybody says, the power stations are fucking dropping the ocean compared to fucking cars. What do you mean? Well, there's fucking 25 million cars on the fucking roads in this country, which right. by far outweighs the CO2 off the power plants. Mm-hmm. Um, well, on the flip side of that, you know, <laughs> I know it's a stupid argument, but cows produce more yeah. methane. <laughs> And CO2 than fucking all the cars in the world yep. put together. And there's one billion combustion engines. Oh. One billion combustion engines um, now taking gas oil. Like, so... I compl- I one billion and one, including one you bought, you yeah. motherfucker. You're the tipping point. I know. You're the catalyst um, that's going to make the earth implode. Uh, it's all right. As, as long as I get to drive that fucking car. Um, the... The... Why did you get a 4 k Why did you... Fuck off! <laughs> um, Go on. You won't be saying that when I get the fucking Focus ST next year, will you? Um, lad, but the I do agree with the eco taxes on cars. Why? You know, because I completely appreciate that by making cars emission free, that is a massive step. You know that really is a massive step. And if you make cars emission free over here, eventually it's going to filter around the world. Eco plants, eco power plants, different matter. Okay, you know. But you know, the paradigm is still going to be there that it's no longer going to be viable for car com- for the government to subsidise people's car tax who are getting it for free because the, uh, apparently when we pay our car tax it goes towards the upkeeping of the British highways, isn't it? Well, uh, that's part of it, isn't it? Plus well, the green tax that we're going to get bummed off with, with Europe. We're going to be like America soon. In They're going to privatise all the roads. <laughs> I'm telling you, they are. You know, you motherfucker, you know how to press my buttons. How dare you even fucking suggest they've, that they've, they've already that. got five trials on motorways down south of yeah. certain areas of them tolling. You know, just 
bam, just like that. Right, so why are they telling them? Are they telling them to reduce the traffic on the roads? No, or are they telling them to, to generate revenue? They're telling them to pay for that road between that toll booth and that toll booth. But we pay fucking car tax. Exactly. Um, now, upping the car tax, you know, seems like a stupid idea, but the eco-efficiency on cars now is really good. It is really getting good. You know, let's face facts. I don't, now, I don't know. Would you have a green person in there arguing that it's not getting good, it's getting better, but they wouldn't necessarily call it good? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. At the end of the day, it's going to be on a never-ending trend, isn't it? Upwards. Potentially. Potentially. Um, now, not unless they, they need to stop burning fuel. They need to stop burning uh, oil and start burning hydrogen, don't they? Um, well, that's that's a funny one. See, hi- hydrogen cars, you know, they said age, they're going to take off and they never did. Yeah, because at the moment, hydrogen is bolted onto oxygen and it's in the past, it's been really, it's really difficult yeah. to, to take the hydrogen off, but they've recently developed a technology which they said they've been able to do where they can use this power of the sun to... Uh, to uh, uh, manipulate the molecules of water that separates oxygen into one side and the hydrogen into another and it's supposed to be really cost effective using a really cost effective uh, solar cell to produce the power that this that dismantles the uh, the the particles mm-hmm. in the water so it's now becoming easier to produce hydrogen there is hydrogen per gas stations in america yep. i can remember top gear from about five six maybe seven years ago where james main was driving a hydrogen car yep. That never needed servicing because there was no combustion parts in it, yep. like spark plugs and shit the like that. But Imagine if they produce a car that that can uh, take that can rip hydrogen out of the air yep. as it's driving along. It just goes oxygen, hydrogen, oxygen, hydrogen, the oxygen, hydrogen. Now you see, the thing is with hydrogen, knows it really didn't take off. It's because literally it's hard to do. <coughs> I still won't, don't think it'll take off. Are you fucking out of your mind? You've just perfected it, the technology to do it now. No, I know, but they perfected the technology to make electric cars five years ago. No, they haven't. And the, I'll tell you why they haven't, because the range was full. They say, oh, this car can get you 200 miles. It can get you 200 miles on a really sunny, warm day, but if it's dark and you've got the window wipers going and your light's on, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, but eco, um, eco um, electric cars are not going to take off. They're not going to do it. They're just... The not only that down the other down the other route um, is literally how can I explain it? Um, you have you, let's say you have so many electric cars that all of a sudden come on the road eventually. Mm-hmm. The what happens then? You're using more electricity to power them cars. Right. More electricity. More, where's that electricity going to come from? Again, solar panels. Hydrogen, that's what they're saying. It's going to be that easy now to rip hydrogen off uh, oxygen uh, out of water that it's going to be exponential. It's just going to be there. It's going to be available for you. My, my opinion of the matter is that by the time we are dead, they're still not going to be any better off emissions-wise. Really? Seriously. In this country or the world? In the world. Seriously. I, I genuinely think that what we're doing now is fuck all. It's just not enough. You know, it, it's it's... Not enough to do anything about it, but the has your phone gone tits up again? My phone stopped playing, but we're still we're still broadcasting. Um, like I just can't see it. I literally can't see it, and I'm a big, you know, anti. I, I'm, I'm I am more or less against them using solar and wind power as they are. 
I just I cannot see it being viable whatsoever. Okay, right. There's not enough oil in the. Uh, according to uh, the the official reports, there isn't enough oil in the ground to keep on running vehicles. So even though we're getting a hundred mile fucking per gallon vehicles, or we get very close to it, the Focus One Point Six, what is it, Eco Bubble or whatever it's called? Which one? The the one you told me to buy. Uh, yeah, the one point. Well, it's a two liter, but. What is it called? The Eco Bubble or something? Eco Boost. The Eco Boost. I fucking thought so. Right, okay, so the 1.6 Eco Boost, right, is 92 miles to the gallon. That's mm-hmm. that's its top line. Uh, it's not combined. If it, Is that extra urban or something like that? It combined with 83. Well, okay, right. So uh, let's call it 90. The, 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 deal, the dealer that I spoke to said he's got, a, he's got a fellow who's been getting 70 miles to the gallon around town. Yeah, but he's on early mileage yet, so his engine yeah. hasn't bedded in. No, his was like 10,000 miles. He was a businessman. Well, even so, 10,000 miles, that engine mm. still isn't as fucking juicy as it yeah. is at 50,000 uh, miles. But saying that he, wa- he was getting up towards 90 on motorways. Okay, that's great. Then let's say they replace every fucking car, or they can get every car, even the supercars, up to an average of 70 miles per gallon. That's still not going to decrease the amount of oil that we're pumping out the ground. No, it isn't. And if you believe the rumours out there, there's only enough oil for about another 60 years. Fucking top 60 we, years, there's oil in We there. will undoubtedly end up on an alternative fuel for cars. Which will probably be hydrogen. More than likely, in my opinion, it'll be electricity. You know, that's my genuine opinion. Because um, it'll have to go that way eventually. But for now, I just you, well, you, you need that electricity supply. You need it. I'm going to disagree with you. Um, I don't think I think electricity will be uh, will be a part of the market. There are going to be people who are going to be dedicated to driving electricity cars. They're going to see that as their option to go through as an alternative to uh, to gas powered vehicles. I personally think they're a long way off from from generating a vehicle that is going to be able to. I don't know, let's say go 500 miles because there's no technology out there at the moment they're talking about uh, you pulling into a petrol station and changing the batteries but the technology isn't there at the moment for it to be an easy job yeah. to replace the batteries because they're fucking huge and they're, they're embedded to the, in between the chassis and the body of the car yeah. so that's impossible not impossible so we're a long way off that yet and they're a long way off from being able to store a lot of energy on a small car to get you a, a quite far so let's say let's say they managed to, 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 to make that a lot better in 50 years then you got the problem with the price of it as well mm-hmm. if they if they manage to sort it out in 50 even 20 years let's say they sort it out in 20 years you still got the price of it as well because it's um, these vehicles are built with conflict conflict minerals personally i think and i believe that they're gonna with the new discovery that they've made of how to extract hydrogen from water and separate oxygen as well i think that we're going to be driving hydrogen cars and i'm willing to put a bet on it now i bet you a penny right here right now that within 20 years uh, there's going to be more hydrogen on the car uh, hydrogen cars on the road than there's going to be electric cars on the road I knew hydrogen cars and new electric more people are going to be buying hydrogen than electric I would put money down now to say that in the next 20 years there will be not one mainstream made hydrogen car based on what that's just my personal opinion. But well, how's your opinion? How have you managed my, to get to that opinion? My whole idea behind it is going to be going down the route of literally no financial viability of it at all. I know I've used that word a couple of times. Okay, but right. There's going to be no financial ability, right? They, they reckon they're going to be... Uh, sorry, this um, report, this published paper that I was reading, right, they've managed to reduce the cost of extracting the, extracting the hydrogen from oxygen out of water by 73%. 73% to reduce the cost on it. This is now why the uh, why it's at the birthing stage of uh, of doing this. By the time they've p- p- 
perfected it. They reckon they're going to reduce it by something ridiculous, like 88%. Reduce the cost of it by 88%. It works out that the, the price at the petrol per litre is going to be something like 7 pence per litre. Well, that, I, then you've got all the government shit on top of it and all that bollocks. Do you know what I mean? I would be very surprised <coughs> if it came to any type of fruition at all within the next 20 years. The only reason why I think I can get a stumbling block is because it's going to be so fucking cheap. Mm. I mean, okay, if you take up what's our uh, what's our diesel and petrol at, at the moment, it's at one pound. That's average. Well, well, I, I paid a uh, one thirty nine point nine for my petrol the other day. Uh, I'm using super unleaded light. Um, Are you? That's really fucking good because I'm using the uh, momentum and it's like one forty, one forty two, one forty three, um, something like that. Well, that's what I use momentum. Right. Um, I got for one thirty nine point nine when I felt last fueled the car last week. It usually trends about five pence more expensive. Well, than it, the it, was one, it was one thirty four point nine. Oh, well, petrol station when I fueled up last week. Because of one thirty six already. Now you're not fucking sure. <coughs> um, right, w- w- where was going with this? All right, so it's one thirty six for uh, gas at the moment, mm-hmm. petrol at the moment, and the uh, unleaded vehicles. Eighty pence of that is made up of duty alone, isn't it? VAT and the government's duty. So yep. I'm a boring you, Declan. No. Oh, nearly yawn there. Yeah, yawning isn't a, isn't a uh, sign of being bored. It's a sign of being tired. <laughs> am, I exasper- am I exacerbating that feeling? No. Nope. Maybe the fact that I've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning and we're yeah. slowly approaching 19 hours of being awake. Um, okay, so uh, 80 pence of that is um, VAT and government duty alone. Right? Yep. So you've got another 74 pence there that is divided between the petrol station that's pumping it. Yeah. What's the other, which apparently uh, each petrol station puts on between 5 and 10 pence profit alone. So you've got 60 pence there. Where's that 60, what is that 60 pence made up out of? Well, it's, the vast majority of it is the cost of drilling, well, getting the oil, <coughs> getting the oil, refining it, and that's a good chunk. Um, so you don't have to refine <coughs> uh, hydrogen. Well, yeah. Because it comes out as the pure molecule that you need to be able to burn. Yeah, well, well, to make it combustible so you can power a vehicle. So that's going to be reduced straight away. Well, They're saying seven pence. Well, the thing is going to be, though, is it's going to be the price of said car that can do it, that can run it, that can combust hydrogen or you know whatever the hell it is you need to do with it. What is the price going to be on that? You know, what is the price going to be on developing that? Is anybody even going to bother developing it? Well, that's it. If it is going to be so cheap to develop, we know that we're not going to see any benefit in our pocket. They will sell it. They will push it as that. Yeah. That it's going to be. It's going to reduce. Uh, it's going to reduce petrol prices and diesel prices by up to. Imagine sixty pence coming off the price. Yeah. Imagine sixty whole fucking pence. Yeah. It's it's the last thing that came out. Um, this is two years ago, like. But right there you go. Uh, retailers seven point one p. Uh, cost of refining 1.5p, uh, 22.4p VAT, uh, 58p duty. So that's that's bang on 80p. So that's bang on 80p in total. The government's adding on. Right. Okay. Uh, it's 45p for the cost of the oil to get it from the ground out, out the ground to the refinery. Cost fuck all to refine it. By the looks of it, 1.5p. Um, so. Basically, you're looking at what's that breakdown wise? That's like that's like sixty sixty eight percent government. Okay, so how much are the oil companies making then off that uh, graph you're looking at? Well, their uh, their thing, um, their profit margins is going to be in the forty five p cost of oil and in the cost of refining as well. 
Um, so how much are they making? Approximately about 60 pence. Uh, no, well, they, they won't be making that much profit out of it. The profits are minimal per litre. Is it? It's only the fact that they produce fucking billions of litres. Um, that's in the trillions, isn't I, it? I'm, I'm sure Royal Dutch Shell announced that they made something like 0.8p profit per litre of fuel last year. Well, it's dropped. Um, it's 0.8p and they produce so many fucking well, you know, litres of Imagine it. this, right? Imagine if Royal Dutch Shell... Not abandoned, but eventually move away from taking oil out the ground, right? And slowly start moving towards um, uh, um, deconstructing the molecules of uh, hydrogen, oxygen in water, right? Their their export costs of getting it out the ground and getting it to the refinery of 40 pence are going to reduce, what, by 80%? So that 40p where they would be losing... Per yeah. litre, they're now, now making. Imagine that they're going to be the, the route that I'm going down. They're now they're no longer going to be making not point eight pence a litre profit. They're going to be making twenty pence. Uh, the thing thirty you need, pence. The thing you need to think of though, a litre. The thing you need to think of always is that. I know what that can do to a company. No, think of this. Think of it this the way though. Go good. S- good. Everything's all right. Just scientists um, are. Saying that it's going to cost whatever the hell it was, 7p, to make this hydrogen. Yeah. On whatever tiny, shitty scale it is that they've done in their little lab laboratory, how much is it going to cost to make 20 million cars worth of hydrogen? The next step, is, they said, uh, is to do it on a larger scale and store it and put the power to use. That's the next step. And it is literally in the fucking... Uh, it's on a scale of... It's not even going to be a power that the car... It's probably going to be a light bulb yeah. that they're going to power um, first. Do you know what I mean? And then one of your main problems is going to be um, danger. Because hydrogen is far more flammable than diesel or petrol. Because it's an explosive. Well, if you put... Uh, if you put uh, a naked flame on refined diesel, it doesn't. It, it's not flammable, is it? That, I don't know how I mean. it works. There's no um, scientists behind it. Obviously, it, it's some type of combustion. It, 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 it is. It is on petrol, but it is still fairly difficult. Uh, well, it all depends, doesn't it? Because we're paying the extra five pence a litre on uh, the momentum stuff because it has a higher. What's it called now? Is it like a higher flash? It's point? Higher volatility. Yeah, it's like a higher flash point, isn't it? It burns yeah. more. What easily something like that. It yeah. burns the vapors other mm-hmm. than just the fucking fuel alone, yeah. something like that. What's it? A higher, it's a higher octane count, yeah. I believe. I mean, uh, one of the lads in work, he was telling me that uh, if he wanted to, uh, if he didn't want to buy like the best petrol at the pumps, he can actually use av- aviation fuel, you know, because yeah. that's got an even better fucking octane count on it. Um, so that's flammable as shit, mate. Well, the main thing with aviation fuel, though, is it's very, very hard to burn. It's got a really high temperature point, oh, you know, to light you literally with a naked flame you can't light it really you cannot light it it's got to be a certain type of temperature or static static's one of the main things that lights aviation fuel have you ever seen the cars at petrol stations go up because of if you had a static shot on you get shock on yeah. your car well i've seen lots of videos online of people pumping fuel into the car and they've like uh, caused like a static spark against the car and the body and it's been there where the fuel's been going in have you ever seen around your pumpers fuel's been pumping into your car yeah. and there's like that fucking murky fucking mm-hmm. distorted air yeah. all around it all yeah. that mate is fucking flammable as mm. shit well See that that would be the main thing for me with hydrogen. You are going to, to in order to store hydrogen, you're going to have to pressure it straight away. 
you've got to pressure it into massive tanks. But they've done that already because James May was driving around America and one of them fucking seven years yeah, ago. but on a really small scale. Or the, I, a I, fucking I, car. I remember, a car. I, I remember watching that Top Gear thing of the hydrogen stored though was fuck all. But think about it. Let's say you've got a hydrogen. Let, let's call it a refinery. I know it's not going to be a refinery. Let's say, you got, let's say you've got it. Massive tanks of hydrogen. If one of them fucking blows, it's not going to be like one of them all the refinery things. It's going to be like a fucking it bomb it's gonna really go good style okay well, did you never do the test in school with the hydrogen in the test tube oh what it goes yeah just yeah, off that little bit of fucking hydrogen but it does that, that it'll do that with uh, petrol though even just the vapors sugar it does that have you ever done that with sugar have you ever poured sugar into a pot and you get that cloud above it have you never seen it when you pour sugar out of a bag into a pot you get that cloud above it so if you take a flame to that it's like the end of a world mate you're um. in a fucking mushroom cloud that literally goes but and that's sugar. Oh, you, you, the, the main thing with petrol, though, the handy thing, is that now when have you seen like oil refineries go up, stuff like that? I don't know. Is it just burns. That's literally what it does. But the problem you've got with hydrogen is that in order for you to store it, it's not just going to be floating about the tank. It's going to be pressured. It's going to be pressured a lot. Yeah, no, but, but they can convert it into a liquid. They'll just convert it into like a liquid petroleum gas. Because that's what LPG is. LPG is a gas, yeah. isn't it? And but, so that's pressured like a motherfucker. But, There's gas tanks out there now supplying our central well, heating that is pressurised like a motherfucker. Well, and that's going to be more fucking dangerous than an oil tank. Well, that's that's where your first problem's going to hit. Because hydrogen, what's the point in breaking it down from water into the hydrogen? Then you need to turn it back into water. You're not turning it into it. water though, are you? You're but not turning I'm, it into water. How are you going to liquefy hydrogen though? Well, the... Well, hydrogen. The, the, the what's the fucking what's the super fucking cold stuff? The is it liquid hydrogen? Li- liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen, right? So they already do it with nitrogen, don't they? They turn it into a liquid. Well, they've already done it because James Bond was driving around fucking American in a car that was fucking hydrogen. I know, but that hydrogen was transported. Right, Google it. I want to know what the fucking science is behind right. the car that James May was driving it. Get that, on fucking Google and let's fucking break the shit down. That that hydrogen though will have been transported to that said petrol station or whatever the hell it was in uh, pressurised canisters pressurised canisters mm-hmm. it will it which will, is it, what all gases transport it like. will add the, a lot more money onto it if you've got to then all of a sudden turn it into a liquid so it doesn't blow up you know that's the same thing as they do with gas now so you might as well just stick with gas they have to they have to liquefy gas to move it cargo container wise um, but it all just sounds to me like a load of bullshit basically that's all it sounds like based uh, on what facts on the fact that i cannot see it at all ever being 7p per equivalent liter of it i just cannot see it at all not that that liter how far does that liter get you well, we're about to find out now it's a hyundai um, that was driving around the the united states of america in. oh my computer is absolutely loving running google chrome and running fucking uh, Ustream and running Audacity at the same time. You won't, you won't say that in a minute when it drops off. Um, no, we're still going slowly. <laughs> the uh, I, I just I just literally cannot see it at all. It it just does not compute with me whatsoever. Um, it's I just I, I can't even explain it. I, I know my opinions are completely fucking different to yours. But you seem to be writing off at all. So you you think that electricity is going to be the way forward? Yes, definitely. And that'll be the way. So how far away do you think we are from uh, from everybody driving around in electric vehicles? Are we going to see it in our lifetime, or will we, will we just see a, a, a turning point? Well, you, you don't know what's going to happen in the next coming years. You don't have a clue. 
they, they've already been trialling using liquefied shale gas in petrol cars. Right. Yeah, they've already been trialling that. Uh, if that becomes a, a viable thing, then they'll do that, won't they? Um, what's that, right? Real world driving, blah, 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 blah. It hasn't actually given us a miles per gallon at the moment. It's it's saying that it's basically emitting nothing apart from water vapor. That's the byproduct. Oh, 369 mile operating range, right? So, uh, rapid charging of electric vehicle takes a minimum of 30 minutes. Well, straight away that's hit a wall there. So it takes a minimum of 30 minutes. No, no, this is saying the electric vehicles, while rapid oh, right. charging of electric vehicles so it, takes... It takes three minutes to fuel it. Yeah. And it has... Or six hours to plug it in, where it only takes three yeah. minutes to fully fuel it, it, right, it, using it could, the fuel cell. It uh, could give an operating range of 369 miles. Now, that's very vague. Really vague. Working with the Greater London Authority, the London Hydrogen Project, and a range of other bodies across the world to develop a hydrogen fuel infrastructure. So that's it. That's the problem. That's uh, the problem is uh, uh, there's not enough places to fill up at the moment. We don't actually know how how big the tank is that it's stalling because it's saying that it's a it's a cell cell. Uh, Two thousand and fifteen. They're, they're gonna hit the fucking. They're gonna hit the old. There's there's nothing out there at the minute to say miles per gallon. Uh, why hydrogen? Uh, maybe if we go miles per gallon. Hydrogen vehicles miles per gallon. Come on, Google, don't let me down. Uh, James, mate, hydrogen car. Um, P G. Please let it be high. I keep on getting the figure seventy miles per gallon. Imagine if it's getting seventy miles a gallon. The phone number. Come on, baby. Uh, my hydrogen power car averages 40 miles plus per gallon. Right, well, go and have a look at it. How much does it cost for a gallon of hydrogen? hydrogen? How much does it cost for a gallon of hydrogen? How? I hope it blows your head off now. Does. Uh, it was it was similar to uh, normal gas prices. Yep. Because it was so expensive to uh, disconnect the uh, molecules, to take the hydrogen off the oxygen. How much does it cost for a gallon of diesel, water, gas, milk, hydrogen, honey? <laughs> gallon of hydrogen fuel. There we go. At the moment, it is trending. Or oh, certainly seven years ago when James May fucked off around there, it was trending uh, around the same price as a gas of unleaded fuel. Uh, $2.10 per gallon uh, of the gas equivalent of £9.10. Yeah. I'm going to Declan, open your mouth, and there's the money load. There's the money load. I literally... I just cannot see it. I cannot see it. Ladies think. and gentlemen, let me just uh, tell you exactly what I'm seeing here. The price of hydrogen fuel depends on where you are located, but the national average ranges between £2.10 per gallon to the equivalent of gasoline, which is nine. Sorry, $2.10 per gallon to the equivalent of gasoline, which is $9.10 per gallon. Right, so you basically, right, it's, don't, it's don't four times it. cheaper. Yeah, they're... they're their gallons are fucking stupid. Yep. Now that's at the expensive um, uh, model where it's difficult to extract hydrogen from the uh, from oxygen. But now they've got a really cheaper version of doing it from water. Just get on board, Declan. Just for once in your life, say, do you know what, Ben? 
You might be onto right. something that if you Ben <coughs> might be on just I want to hear you say it. Right. You Ben might be on something. Just if, say it. Say if, it. if if it's as cheap as they say it's gonna be. Which is probably not. If it get if it gets to that point where it's gonna be that cheap, it's a possibility. But <coughs> are they really going to on a massive scale build hydrogen cars? Are people gonna drive them? Are yes. people gonna bother to pay that type of money for them? Yes. Because it's cheaper to build, there's less um, parts in it, you don't need to service them. I know, but those hydrogen cars we're selling in America were fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, because that's at the start of the fucking technology, isn't it? Do you think every remember when cars came out and nobody could afford to drive them? No, and I, was, then, I, I, I wasn't right. alive then. Okay, well, uh, have you ever? Uh, you must know your history. When cars first came out, nobody could afford to drive them apart from the fucking rich. There was like nine hundred fucking pounds for a car, which back in the day nine hundred pounds could probably buy you seven or eight fucking houses and people drive yeah. around this fucking stupid contraction with two meals. I can. I remember reading something there was a fella and he said he can remember getting into a vehicle and he was traveling along a road and he was seeing villages come in the distance not town villages come in the distance and in a blink of an eye they were disappearing over the horizon it was traveling at 25 miles yeah. an hour and there were speeds that people thought was ridiculous that they were able to travel on an automated vehicle with wooden fucking wheels and a bit of rubber around the edge of the outside so and then General Motors came along and they started building cars like a, and Ford, like a motherfucker. They were banging them out like fucking a teenager bangs out a wank. Cars were just coming out left, right and centre and the price of them reduced because the raw materials were there at the time and they were really fucking cheap back in the day to make a car and they were coming out with uh, credit agreements with people to go out and take a car yep. and a year later they were saying, no, that car's shit now, you need to get this car, you can have this car. If the technology's there and the market's there, they will market it for that. The only thing that that's going to hold it back is the price that it will be so cheap. Mm-hmm. Me and you both know that they will never make it that cheap for us. They might yep. do it originally but slowly it was it's more difficult to do it's more difficult to do it's more difficult we're not making enough money to fucking fill yeah. all the gaps the that's what you need you need a company that literally takes it on board and says right we're gonna build this fucking car and we're gonna do this but then not only that you need every gas station around the country on board which will happen which may possibly happen yeah, but it will happen it's if, unlike if, but, you but, don't right. have, if you don't have a fucking if you don't have an alternative there's not enough fuel coming what? out of the ground what's the one thing we're not making money off fuel we're not making money now off oil aren't we what we like, hydrogen well we've got the infrastructure change the barrels the, I don't know what, what it'd be as simple what, as changing a barrel in a pub I know but if it's that cheap they're going to have to add their own money on they're going to have to make profit off it yeah how profitable is it? That's another thing. They've got also, a room of... Don't forget, mate. They're now, instead of making fucking... Let's say, for example, they sell it at £1 a litre. Right. They sell, just, I know, it's, in my opinion, that's still too high. But tomorrow, they say, right, uh, hydrogen now is easy to do. We've perfected the technology. Uh, all the cars that are coming out on the, mo- uh, on the road now are uh, going to be hydrogen vehicles. It's uh, cheaper and easy to do. Let's say it's the perfect scenario, right? Um, where they had... A profit margin of 0.8 pence a litre. They're now going to have a potential window of 40 pence per litre because they haven't got the refining and um, the extraction cost. So that cost is going to evaporate now. So there's still going to be a 40 pence window there now where they can go, do you know what? We're not going to sell it to you now at uh, 1 pence a litre or 0.8 pence a litre. We're going to sell it to you at 30 pence a litre. Imagine that fucking... They're having the fucking 30,000% fucking increase in... I'm saving the world! But they've got to... uh, They've got to then put these stations in at every single station, right? Which is going to be a lot of money. Plus, they also need all these hydrogen cars on the road to be buying it off them 
for then so that they make the money yeah, off but it's it. not going to happen overnight is it it's going to go all out but they've got 60 years to do it and they, that's why they're proactively doing it now the and some fucking scientist somewhere has now got the technology to do it really cheaply I'm, it's I'm such a massive window for my potential my is still going on electricity massively on electricity because it's the technology that is there at the moment and they're working on it but you can put that argument towards solar panel um, it's not going to be viable is it if everybody's got fucking solar panels and producing their own energy because well what do you really think that the that the uh, fucking uh, Royal Dutch Shell is going to let everybody fucking drive around in, pe- in fucking electric vehicles do you really, they think, don't do you really think they're going to let them drive around in hydrogen they no, do no. It, yeah, they do. They will if they will. Um, they will if they tap into the fucking yeah, hydrogen market. They can't tap in the electrical market. Can Royal Dutch Shell will not be able to get into the hydrogen market. Though, of course, they can. It's going to be on a completely different. It's going to be a completely different market. They've got the capital to do it now, and they've got the infrastructure to do it now, haven't they? Mm, not no, necessarily. Yeah. Okay, but they're making billions a year. So surely you can go. Well, do you know what? Today we're going to start. Uh, we're not going to open up a fucking uh, the, an oil plant in Saudi Arabia. We're actually going to open up or whatever. We're actually going to open up a hydrogen fucking uh, a hydrogen plant or a hydrogen depot that's going to refine hydrogen, take it out of water yeah. molecules. So then, they could do it. And then said board director that does it gets sacked on the spot because the chair, all the chairmen go, fuck off, get out. They're running out of oil and they say, alright, this is this is my scenario. They're sitting around there and thinking, right, we've got 60 years of oil left, what are we going to do? Well, it looks like they're... Uh, what do you think, Declan? Well, everybody's going towards electrical cars. Let's get into the electric business. Hello, my name's Jim Bob, Jim Bob Joe, and I'm from British Gas. You're not getting into that sector because they, because we're already controlling it. And this is my bitch. We didn't come along and say to you, oh, we're going to start fucking... I, I guarantee it. Every single one of them, <coughs> every single oil company is going to go shit or gas. Every one of them. Guarantee it. They're not going to go fucking near hydrogen. Even though when they, they, they can only make fucking... Uh, potentially say 2p a fucking litre because they've still got to extract it out of the ground when they have a window to potentially make up to 30 pence a litre yeah. but all the, I'll go. all the oil company's going to see is right well we've got to invest a billion pound in that mm-hmm. and they're just going to look at it and go no fuck that not worth why it why are they going to invest a billion pound because there's no guarantee LPG the fucking oil companies invested so much money in LPG mm-hmm. and not one fucker got it it's barely impossible. It's fucking nearly impossible to get hold of it now. No, it's not. It is. You fucking see them on motorways. Does, does you see LPG. These are, I know of two places in witness yeah. right now I can take you to where they sell liquid petroleum does, gas. There's one, one, there's one down the gyp, gypsy, gypsy, gypsy camp, yeah. which doesn't have any left anymore. Doesn't it? Well, they've still got signs up saying they're doing it. The is that definite, that, is it? Because I will ask tomorrow. That's definite. And the one in the council, they ripped out. Well, they still got the tanks there. The, I know what the the it's the thing is gone. It's completely gone. Um, they took it out because literally. I can name three. It, do you know the third one that's by? Do you know where Ditton Old Train Station used to be? No. Uh, do you know Ditton at all? No. Okay. Do you know Hale Bank at all? No. Do you know where the old Asda used to be? Yes. Right. Do you know that bridge that goes over into Hale Bank where the old Asda is? Yeah. You like go round and up yeah. and then I know down. The yeah. Well, before you get to that bridge, there's a petrol station there, isn't mm-hmm. it? This LPG. If they still do, I'd be very surprised, but no one buys LPG, hardly anybody at all. There's still cars wondering about that still got LPG stuff in it, but it just didn't take off. Didn't take off at all, and the oil company's lost massive on it. Do you know why LPG didn't take off? Because shit. One, miles to the gallon wasn't great. Two, it's not very good for your engine, because LPG, they're still using the same type of combustion engines as a... Uh, uh, 
um, uh, unleaded and diesel vehicles. That's why there was a massive fucking problem with that. And people were fucking worried about it. They had LPG, what's it, fatigue or something like that, where they were worried on the motorway if they were going to make it to somewhere where there was another LPG station. There is mm. plenty of locations on the motorway to get LPG. Oh. But I agree with you, it didn't fucking take off. But that's because the technology is fucking stupid. They're still running them on combustion vehicles and they still got to extract it out of the fucking ground. And I genuinely think that that is why hydrogen will not take off it will not take off because of that that needs that investment in it it could possibly take off if the investment was there and somebody invested all that with no profitability idea at mm. all for mm. the next five years mm. ten years or whatever but not one chairman of any company is going to do well, that because they're literally going to get I sacked on the spot I disagree with you I disagree with you massively I think there's too much I think there's too big of an opportunity to make an awful lot of profit by doing a lot less work than fucking sending out right. a platform into the middle of the sea and drilling down and extracting oil or extracting gas. I think it's more dangerous and more costly to do that, which is proven at the moment with the prices at the markets, yep. than it is to put water in the barrel and get a fucking bit of sunlight and go... Yeah. <laughs> hydrogen. Oxygen. I bet, yeah. The only thing that's going to come out of the, the exhaust pipes of hydrogen cars... Is baby foxes and badgers. The thing that's going to come out of your electric cars is fucking the world when they're burning the fuels. I will make a bet now with you that on my 40k limited edition rule book, <laughs> which I'm fucking dead proud of, right? Which I will, will be bet worth a thousand pounds. I will. I will bet that right now that by 2025, right, there is still not one hydrogen car. By what? Be, that by 2025, Fucking that there will not be one hydrogen car being made mainstream at all. You out of your fucking mind, Hyundai are doing it. I just showing you the website where the building fucking mainstream cars yeah. is going to roll out by 2015. Yeah, so you might as well go re- and get your fucking boat now. Renault's had a frigging electric car. Oh, fuck it. Like that was a force and amplified podcast. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, we're having this motherfucker up. The, the Renault, Renault's had an electric car on their website for seven years and they still aren't selling it. Still you aren't selling it you properly. just killed your own fucking argument. You know, I know I did, but <laughs> electrics, you know, it's a very similar thing. You know, that's been going for seven years now, the electric thing, and it's still not going properly. We've I've started seeing a few charging points round round places now. Yeah. But the electric cars still don't have that viability though. You know, and the hydrogen's gonna I is, agree with you. The hydrogen needs some major traction and it's not gonna get it. What? It's just not gonna get it. Oh that's based on your theory. That is based on my theory. I'm basing my I'm basing what I'm telling you on shit that I've read off scientists. I've published papers saying this is revolutionary. What we're doing is so fucking so yeah. important and so easy to do. All right, we're probably... Every th- scientist is going to say that. Every scientist says, oh, look at this, what we're doing. Look, we're saving the environment. We're doing yeah, this, have, we're doing they that. They have got their own agenda. No, they're not saying... They, they are proving that it's so cheap to do. They, they, they have proved that it's, they can reduce it by such a... All right, it's in theory because they haven't uh, produced it on a mass scale, but it was that quick and that easy to do by doing these calculations. It proved with electricity, you have got to burn some type of fucking fuel or you solar panel, which you've fucking written off. Mm-hmm. Surely we can find a common ground there. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait. I will be right. I guarantee it. I absolutely I guarantee I think, it. I think, you know, I'd be very surprised. Maybe we're both wrong. Maybe the aliens will come and fucking sort it all out yeah. for us anyway and give us like Just a little... Give rub. us fucking nuclear fusion in a little box. Like yeah, that. like a battery that you yeah. put in your car and it lasts us <laughs> a thousand years. <laughs> well, that, that's more likely than hydrogen taking off. Ah, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
that's like 45 minutes we've literally been arguing about oh. fucking the fossil fuel. It's your fault. What a great you fucking just, subject. You just won't surrender. Just curving off um. then. Let's uh, leave the uh, fossil fuels one because we're just going to end up going round in circles. Declan Edward said, what are the rumours at the moment with the Chinese military, in particular the Chinese Navy? The have satellite images and pictures uh, smuggled out of China of allegedly an aircraft carrier being built, which is the first one they've ever built, ever. Um, now, they did say they were going to do it when they bought that Ukrainian one the other year. Um, and they said that they were going to start building their own to rival America's Super aircraft carrier fleets. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to build aircraft carrier fleets. And they've already started making steps for their warships to get out into the Pacific Ocean, um, which is their main goal. And that sounds like it's something quite easy to do because the Pacific Ocean is quite fucking big. I know, but they have always, relatively speaking, struggled to have a fleet in the Pacific Ocean because of issues with Japan, issues with Russia. Now, recently they've had been holding not war games, but they've been holding your know, military exercises, Who? naval uh, China, right. having naval exercises with Russian fleets. Okay, um, and they have recently started going out into the Pacific Ocean type of thing now. Um, now, it's a big step for them to build their own aircraft carrier. It really is a big step. I can't know. understand that. It looks like it's quite easy to do. There's um, a lot of aircraft carriers out there to base a, a model. <coughs> yeah, but pretty much all of them are built by either... Lockheed Martin. They're all pretty much either built by Russians, Americans, or Europeans. Basically, that's it. Mm. No well, else, the, the South Koreans? Uh, well, yeah, the South Koreans, but they're pretty much... American. More or less American oh, or yeah. Japanese. Um do the Japanese have aircraft carriers? Japanese have a lot. How is it that we don't allow Germany to have a massive standing army, but Japan, who attacked Pearl Harbor, is allowed to still have the infrastructure? Because, I'm saying that, you can't really tell because Japan's, Japan's, got, Japan's got a big fucking threat. <laughs> they got that big fuck-off country over the ocean. It's um, weird how they don't get on, isn't it? It's fucking weird. Weird how they don't get on. Yeah, I know. Um, on paper, that might just be the governments. The people who are living there might not give a fuck of what's going on. Um, it's all fucking political between them. Um, they're still fucking disputing over them stupid islands. Um, That's what we were talking about. You were talking about moving fucking these ships over to the islands. What are China intending to do then in the military exercises? Uh, well, no, what happened was the... This is what I said Ch- to you. This China, is what trying to remember to China moved um, for large patrol ships slash warships uh, that remains to be seen they don't really know exactly what they are yet but they've moved them into the waters around the island as you know like they've been disputing over it for ages but this is the first time they've ever moved ships into the area That's now a, could start a kick off now officially they're in J- japanese waters according to the japanese but officially according to the chinese they're in their own waters because the islands are theirs what do the rest Japan, of the world see it as the rest of the world goes Sorry, I really <laughs> fuck off. Now, America has held the balance of power in that that ocean. You know that that part between Japan and China for quite a while. You know, really. But they've 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 had their fleets there, and it's relatively speaking kept both sides in check. Now the Americans have backed off a little bit, and they're due to money. Or no, that they're concentrating now just on China type of thing, and that stuff's just letting itself sort out. Okay. Now what's going to happen there is remains to be seen do you, do you reckon it but could do you reckon a, a, a shot could be fired you, you, well you don't know do you um, according to the rhetoric in the uh, in the in the British corporated media it could quite possibly go to all out war 
they reckon that they, they, they're that passionate about their beliefs that yeah. they, they would be quite happy to, to fire well, on one another. That would see, be horrific for industry. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why that might you hold off is because if they do go to war with each other, China's growth will just go... I know. Um, on saying that though you made a brilliant point earlier you said that they needed another fucking uh, industry where they needed to concentrate or you said uh, something like wouldn't it be how how good or how easy it would it be if they stopped building houses and start building fucking mm-hmm. battleships yeah um, you know they could just pump them out like we all did in World War 2 let's face facts every country in World War 2 would just add these fucking factories it was just you know like right now the fucking Ford factory up, up the fucking road Fucking land a Range Rover off the head off the end every eighteen seconds. Oh, what, a completed one. Yeah, that was what it was like. Fucking Spitfires and hurricanes and fucking warships yeah. and fucking dreadnoughts and everything. You've got to remember a lot of that was mechanical back in the day, so there was no computer programs. And I know. Uh, did you ever see like the aircraft carriers from like World War One and Two? The decks are wooden. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you, you get the point though, don't yeah. you? You know, we were smashing out at the time the most advanced warships. You know, yeah, at the oh, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And China, if anybody has got it. China's got the fucking power to oh, smash yeah. out stuff like fucking that. right. But they have this new in, this new president who's just come in in China. Um, is that what the leader is a president or prime uh, minister? He could be a prime minister. Right. I can't quite remember. Um, the unelected prime minister. The by the people. He <laughs> he's coming to power, and he's announced that their defense budget for this year is going to be eighty billion, <laughs> um, uh, which is a drop in the ocean compared to the Americans. Yeah, well, theirs is nearly four hundred odd billion something. What's that? Like. Uh, ours is about 100, 100 and something. Really, is uh, that high? I didn't think it was that high. That's amazing. That is that dollars or pounds? In dollars. Um, ours is a hundred. Not that's amazing. That for a country so small. Theirs is in eighty bill, eighty billion dollars, something like that. Now yeah. that, that's what it is officially on paper. Now <laughs> every analyst in the world revises it up by fifty percent mm. because China doesn't include research, building of vessels, building of weapons. Right. Uh, any type of military tests. Really? They don't include them in the defence budget. So what's that? Is the 80, is the 80 billion just to run it? That 80 billion is just Wages. running the armed forces. Oh, fuck me. So that's, that's not including any type of... You know, so, you know l- l- let's say straight away they go, right, look, 80 billion the defence budget's going to be this year. They've already said that seven warships, two submarines, and the aircraft carrier is going to be getting commissioned this year. How much money did they cost? Well, you know, the... the um, the Queen Elizabeth II aircraft carrier and the Prince of Wales aircraft carrier are each costing around uh, £3 billion to build. Yeah. Um, the... Like... So, the, the the amount of money that... Now, everybody's said that, relatively speaking, it's going to be about 120 to £125 billion pound officially. You know, that's what it's actually going to be compared to the £80 billion they've said on paper. They could build 30 or 40 yeah. ships. And... Theoretically, but ah. thirty or forty aircraft carriers. Now, now, when you consider it, it's now two thousand thirteen. In the year two thousand, their military budget was sixteen billion. <laughs> That's a big jump. It's nearly fucking, you know, it's nearly ten times. What's China's GDP? China's GDP is something like fucking. Uh, I think it's eight trillion. Eight trillion. Yeah, something like that. Eight nine trillion. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Uh, America's still up there with their thirteen odd trillion something or other. Um. What percent of their GDP is uh, not free money, but is uh, is free to to spend on other things? Do you know, like Japan's is something like one hundred and twenty seven percent. So they're spending one hundred and twenty seven percent. Yeah, 
Uh, well, China's is well down. Really, isn't yeah. it? Um, I know it has at one point was like 88%. Surprisingly, though, what a lot of people don't don't accept, though, everybody seems to think, you know, generally speaking, people who read, like, you know, stupid papers and all sorts, they seem to think China's well, loaded. <coughs> you know, they seem to think China's loaded and got loads of free cash and no debt. They fucking, they owe six fucking trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people forget that. To who? To just general companies. Country, companies around the world that the same same like, thing that's weird that but apparently america owes about seven trillion to china yeah apparently america <coughs> uh a lot of china's money was in uh is uh america that spent it that's why they say if tomorrow china wakes up and decides to say we want our seven trillion back it will cause a lot of problems well i know but the main thing is though is that on these loans that go between countries um now while officially the Chinese companies that have invested that money in American debt, but a lot of Chinese companies are usually Chinese, you know, the, as in state-owned. Yeah. But you can't call them debts in. You can't do it. It's not like other debts. You can't call it in. If, for example, our bonds are 10-year bonds. Yeah. If we say, you know, if somebody gives us, right, here's a billion pound, mm-hmm. got to pay it back at our interest rate, 2, 2% whatever the hell it is. Is it 2% now? Uh, it's, it's just under 2%, something yeah. like that. Um, the... Let's say, it's, so over 10 years, that's 20% mm-hmm. uh, compounded interest. Yeah, like, yeah. So you're talking about 1.3 billion. That 1.3 billion pound, no one can call that in. We pay that back in 10 years. Nothing ah, else. right. Um, so these 7 billion then, it's not, what, sorry, 7 trillion, it's not one total debt of 7 trillion, it's different loans. It's different loans. You know, it'll be like 5-year bonds, 10-year bonds, 25-year bonds. I know that even, trillion. I know that even now, there is some companies out there in the world that have got 100-year bonds with this country. I've heard <coughs> I've heard something like that, yeah. And that blows my mind completely, you know. People are making deals that like they won't be around to close. You know, whoever the fuck took that 100, you know, that 100-year fucking thing out. He wasn't really looking ahead, was he? By the time <laughs> the end of it comes, depending on money, inflation's just going to go on. See that interest rate? <laughs> 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 it's going to be like fucking pennies. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, fucking hell, 100 years, thing like that. Uh, on a 100-year loan, it's got to be a ridiculous amount of money. It's got to be, no. you're talking uh, close to, I don't know, 100 billion or something yeah. like that. To pay no. it back over 100 years, potentially. I just can't believe the US is making 14 trillion. That is their GDP, no. 14 um, trillion. How can they be fucked with 14 trillion? How and can they and be the fucking debt's still going up. How no. can they be fucked with 14 trillion when there's only 320 million? When China is, is 8 billion? And sorry, eight trillion, and they've got like one point two billion people. I know. Eight, or one point um, two billion people. Yeah, the funny thing is, the fucking world is that they live on about a dollar a day. Um, well, they try to. Yeah, well, they don't it, do it very short. It, 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 it's it's not that cheap anymore. You know, wages are gone up and everything. But are China going to be able to keep the cap on people's wages? Uh, uh, will it ever get to the point where they will be paid, <laughs> paid fairly? Where the costing goods is just going to cost too much to produce in China? See, the main thing is with China. If they do not have that 8% growth, they've, they've got a problem. Uh, no. They have a major economic mm. problem on their hands. And you'd think while they had all the boom times, considering they had 10% growth a few years ago. 11. Um, at some points, 12, I think you know, I've seen. Now, whether or not that's real growth or not, because China fucking controls everything to do with their finances and mm. economics, they you'd have thought they'd have got down to debt-free completely, you know. As we found with the Eurozone, if you end up hitting hard times and all of a sudden you've got all this debt, you have issues. Yeah. Because 
problem with that debt is that over all that time, loans that are ending after 10 years are coming along and you've then got to re-borrow that. Yeah. You've, that same, you know, you've then got to apply for, well, it's not apply for debt, it's like called a debt sale. You go, right, we need £5 billion. People give us £5 billion, but people will only offer the interest rates at the time. And if all of a sudden bad time comes, you've hit hard times. Mm. They might go, oh, well, it's 7%. Not what, what we were only paying one and a half percent on the last one doesn't matter. It's more risky now. Yeah, and that's you know, their seven trillion could fucking go haywire. You know, it, it could. That's terrifying. You know, <coughs> think about it. Portugal's at fucking what is it? Seven percent. Yeah, something stupid. Spain's like, something you know, similar. Greece is yeah. something similar. Greece is something like fucking pathetic, like eleven percent or something. I think <coughs> Ireland's over seven. Ireland's over the seven percent um, mark. So that's a shame. Though what happened to that country going to the euro? They went to the euro and the country just died. Yeah, just died. Um, the housing boom is ridiculous. Though their their houses, their hundred and twenty thousand euro houses, uh, are now worth something like sixty thousand euros. Yeah. That's a big fucking cut. Um, the yeah, well, Ireland, we did get fucked completely. But <coughs> the can't remember where I was going with that. Oh yeah, Portugal debt rates. Um, you know, Portugal only owes like eighty billion. You know, something pathetic. You know, some little. I know it sounds daft like me saying it, but a little pathetic amount, like eighty billion, compared to seven trillion. Mm. Imagine seven percent on seven trillion. No, no, I know. that's that could fuck their. Fa- now I know China officially. You know, they've got everything locked down that much that they can manipulate whatever the way they want. But imagine if it came to that one day of officially them people refusing to buy debt off them. See, because it's the manufacturing capital of the world, China, the world couldn't let that happen, could they? Not mm. unless they were looking to start buying the, the, the products from India yeah. somewhere um, else and just letting China go to shit. Imagine, what do you think they would do? Do you reckon they would just go to war? Because then it would start generating fucking um, growth. It, it's a possibility. It, it is a possibility. But... Do you know what terrifies you more than anything? All this money that's circling around, buying debt and all that. The money doesn't exist physically. No, doesn't. There's not <laughs> enough assets in the world. I mean, m- money at the end of the day is just paper. Or yeah. It's not even paper anymore, is it? It's uh, it's, it's it's binary. It's digital code, yeah. isn't it? That's all money. That's exactly is. what it is. It's digital. Um, so, uh, I know they said they're producing stimulus packages and they're releasing like £20 billion of cash, but that cash isn't tied up against anything physical, it's is just it? It's printed just printed money. It's just printed money. So somebody um, says, "Well, we need to, we need to put, we're going to pump a hundred billion. All right, then, there's a hundred billion pound coming to the economy. Yeah. That's um, the terrifying part of it. The uh, that's why inflation's fucked. Hello, um, like, right, we're coming into our last ten minutes, Declan. So let's yeah. pick a subject and let's rip it about. Um, what subjects have we got left? Had we finished them all? Have we finished them all? I think we have. I probably, probably not. We spent forty-five minutes on the. <laughs> No, you spent 45 minutes on it. We've done Joe Rogan. We've done fracking. Germany. Germany's um, economic... uh, Germany's baby boom, or unbaby boom, that you tell me about. Ah, We're going to wrap up with Germany. Declan Edward Whiteside, at the anarchist undead. The anarchist is spelled D-I-E-N-E-K-E-S-U-N-D-E-A-D. At the anarchist undead on Twitter. Go and follow this savage, right? Declan was telling me earlier today that... Germany at the moment are having a problem with the child. What is it? The child birth rate. Yeah, child birth. Because rate. there's that many people in Germany in employment or focusing yeah. on employment. 
that they're not at home. Fucking delights of fuck. I've seen a lot of German videos, a lot of German pals. A lot of the German girls like it up the shitter. Yeah. Um, I was in biology, and no matter how hard you try, you can't get pregnant if you take it up the bum. Like, <laughs> the, the main thing with it is, now they have, obviously they've got a really low impli- unemployment rate compared to us. You know, compared to the rest of Europe anyway, at least. Um, they, you know, they're supposedly, you know, they've got this big, massive manufacturing, you know, country, you know, which is really high up on the list of manufacturing countries. And they're literally, not necessarily workaholics, but they work. They do work, you know, they work and they work and they work and they work. <laughs> and there's loads of families out there, I say families, you know, couples that just will not have a kid. Because it'll affect the careers, yeah. you know. Because they they want to advance the careers. They don't want to be off work. They have know. that problem all not. They have that attitude all over the world. Though. A lot of people want to do it. It's just that more so in Germany. It's it, it is quite bad in Germany. It, 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 let's face it, it gets bad when a government has to pass policy to give incentives to women to have children. Mm. Fucking hell! Oh, really? They're trying to give them incentives to not have children. Correct. Um, Free abortions. You know, over there they've, they've got to give them incentives to, you know have children to you know they are actually giving out incentives to women to a financial incentive to have kids while they're working mm-hmm. you know and there's also there's other other issues as well at heart which is that the eastern bloc of germany generally you know the, the, the old east and west germany yeah it's fucked it's completely fucked because literally well did they never move forward when the wall came back there's literally there's no work on that side at all so all these cities and towns and everything people are just moving they're just going they're going to the west inside into the cities where all the factories are yeah. the manufacturing are and people are really money orientated you know they really are and now they say that you know it's it, it's a massive manufacturing country and it's dead good dead efficient yeah. you know loads of money rolling about and all that stuff it, it's not that simple you know they might be like that but They've got nowhere near the birth rates that we have. Nowhere near. Oh. You know, and I mean, take out the people who've been only become citizens recently type of thing. You know, to even take all out their birth rates are still nowhere near what ours are. Really? You know. The so is their population shrinking yet? No, but it's, so they're still it, growing. It's what bur- the fuck are they It's barely growing. Now you do need a growing population for growth. You do need it. Your GDP can't increase without a growing population. Cause I didn't even ever think of that. Um, Surely there's enough people to uh, sustain growth. Well, growth is also an impossible paradigm. No no country can grow exponentially all the fucking time. It's impossible, which is proven out of the less... The only, the only way that a, comp- a country can continually grow is advancement. The only way it can continually grow, they've got to discover something new, something new, yeah. something new, new, something new. They need new dollar slash pounds slash yen slash uh, euro revenues. Yeah. Like uh, the US is, they they've got a massive fucking uh, new brand new dollar revenue about to come online there. Uh, uh, all right, um, in particular state wise w- with marijuana. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't keep on banging on about it, and I know sometimes when they say it, I just want to say the word marijuana, but they really have a brand new dollar revenue, new fucking areas where they can, in, not in family, but new money can come from. They literally can now fucking start bringing money in from a sector that doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. and if they really <coughs> break it down, um, 
uh, the hemp plant can produce about 5,000 different uh, materials and products. Yeah. It can produce excellent concrete, so it can re- 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 replace concrete. It can, it, can produce, it can produce fantastic equivalent to carbon fibre. You know, a lot of cars, they can produce body parts. Henry Ford, uh, his cars, he built, uh, his, I think it was his Model 1 Ford, was hemp. Mm. He, he said, like, it's really easy to build. It can build, let's say, the equivalent to an acre of uh, an acre of hemp can be up in about three months where yeah. an acre of fucking woodland can take what ten fucking years yeah. and they can keep on recycling and need to use less fucking pesticides so maybe even no pesticides my god this could be a trillion dollar industry yeah. couldn't it? it could so, be couldn't it, it could be well, a yeah, brand new trillion dollar industry and you can make biofuels off it <laughs> now boom there does seem to be a bit of a trend now where a couple of countries in the world are getting close to legalising marijuana now Uruguay's just legalised marijuana mm. completely mm. outright. Now, is it legalised it or cr- decriminalised it? No, legalized it's, it's it. completely legal. Right, okay. It's completely legal That's to smoke amazing. marijuana. It's completely legal to grow it and smoke it. Right. Um, it's illegal to do a couple of certain things, like ship it in fucking containers. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it's it's you can't, you know, have a big deal in business in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, there is certain laws on that, but... The general gist of it is, you can grow it, you can smoke it, you know, and that's the main thing. And I bet anybody they'll make some fucking money off but that. But the if they do it properly, if because they, they can make biofuel out of it as yeah. well, they really can. It like, makes a really high grade biofuel as well. Well, one of the main things what? to me is, let's say right now, I wouldn't generally speaking consider to myself on a day by day basis. I might go and buy some pot. Yeah. You know, agreed, agreed. Yeah, but if it was legal, and you know, there was places you could just go to buy it. I might think to myself one day... On a Friday night, I might have a couple of dudes. Let's say, for example, one of them times when you think, I'll go out and get drunk, which you do every now and again get. Mm-hmm. Um, I might think to myself, actually, no, hang on, I'll fucking, I, I might stay in tonight. I'll go and buy some weed and I'll just stay in. Mm-hmm. I'm off work. Fuck it, yeah. I might do it. Potentially. And you've got how many fucking people who, let's face facts, have smoked it yeah. and know what it's like. How many of them people might just decide the same fucking thing? They seem the more people you bump into nowadays seem to have either smoked weed at some point in their lives or smoking weed now. That that's what it seems to be. Mm. I know you do get people who've never tried it, and you're always going to get those in society. But I'm not necessarily concentrating on the uh, the revenue coming in from uh, just just people smoking it. It's the byproducts that yeah. is going to be the major fucking winner of it. It really is. Uh, especially if they uh, invest in the pharmaceutical side of things, you know they stop. I was talking to uh, Mrs. Burroughs about this, and we were talking about chemotherapy. And the uh, chemotherapy apparently is really, really expensive. Like yeah. one dose can cost like thirteen thousand pounds. Now, the the stuff I read in, all right, I'm not naive enough to think that everything I read in is true. But the stuff that I'm reading at the moment is saying that. Um, uh, uh, cannabis oil is supposed to be really good at, at uh, reducing tumours. I don't know what they mix it with or whether it's just raw. From what I'm reading, it's all raw cannabis oil. I don't know how they get the oil out of it, but it's supposed to be excellent for producing tumours. And the stuff I've been reading is saying like it can cost like between two and four hundred dollars to start reducing the tumour mm-hmm. compared to fourteen thousand pounds for a bag of chemotherapy. So then you've got the pharmaceutical side of things. So the, it's, it really has got the potential to make hundreds and hundreds of billions of pounds. And that's, yeah. that's the fucking, that's the problem. Even though we went drastically, of course, uh, uh, Germany, what are the incentives that uh, they, they've given? You can say you can have a year off work. No, it's, full pay. It's, it's like, um, it's like in order for you to have a kid, it, <clears throat> if you have a kid and you carry on working, 
after having the kid. There's like a financial incentive of like two or three thousand euros a year. <sighs> um, wow. You know, that's handy. That just to ha- child just to have you know children. Yeah. Um, don't forget, in these countries, you've got childcare on top of that. Mm. You know, and, and whatever other benefits you might have. Mm. You know, just for you to continue working, but also have a kid. You know, and that just to me screams that it is a bit of a problem. You know, fucking hell, you know, think about that. Imagine. Now I know we have child benefit in this country. You know, which is next to nothing, like especially 20, if you're working. But what is it? Twenty quid a week, something like that. Family allowance is twenty-two pound for your first child, and mm-hmm. then it reduces every child after yeah. that. Um, a week. But, but like, let's think about that. Like um, over here, the, the the government. Fucking hell! Imagine if someone proposed to the government. To have more kids, you know, pay three thousand pounds to work in women to have a kid. Fucking hell, they'd have a heart attack. Fucking hell. Uh, there's a really easy way in Germany to let people start fucking and producing kids. If they come out tomorrow and said we're gonna guarantee your salary for one year off work and you can split that between six months for the wife, six months for the husband, and you can have two months off work together as well. If they did that, the government did that, everybody would be fucking imagine mm-hmm. having, imagine having six months off work yeah. to raise your kid. Governments, uh, governments, corporations would be completely against it because yeah. they would have to hire somebody else in on yeah. a temporary contract for six months for <coughs> to cover maternity and paternity leave. So yeah. it's a it's a vicious it's a it's a roundabout. It's something that the Germans need to get right if they really worry if they're yeah. concerned to say the least concerned. Um, to say the least to get the economy growing they've really got to play this right because it got backfired because as soon as they go for uh, pro-pregnancy they're, they're automatically again throwing barriers up to the people who employ yeah. the people who are going off pregnant like, aren't they some of the statistics that I've seen getting thrown about was they reckon the population growth has only been propped up by the fact that older people are living longer if that makes sense yeah that's all, otherwise literally all the people don't go really go out though and buy no. a brand new fucking car though, don't they? Not all the time. Um, That's why we're driving around in 15 years. It's not necessarily just about the growth. Like, you know, it's not necessarily just about the growth. It's just a worrying thing for a country to suddenly look at it and think, fucking hell, birth is decreasing and decreasing and decreasing. Yeah. The country wants to keep its own national citizen, doesn't it? You yeah. know, It's not just going to fucking import other citizens. No, that's true. Yeah. They might have tried. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, it's not going to work, is it? You know, no. the... They, they need to have their own citizens, and I think they, they're trying to create financial incentives for that. It's weird, that, isn't it? Um, the, the fucking trying to create financial incentives to get people to, to fucking have kids. It's just weird how one country can differ so much to no. another one. Right, we're wrapping this up. It's bang on over the two of them, Mark, and we want to keep shit down. And this has been the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from com with me, Ben Burrows, at Brit Podcaster on Twitter, and Declan Whiteside, at the Anarchist Undead on Twitter. If you'd like to check out our new website, www.desquaduk.com, and that will show you all of our upcoming shows, previous shows, a breaking news section, and lots of other items that will come on there. Have you enjoyed today's show, Declan? It's been good, hasn't it? Have you enjoyed it? I've enjoyed it. I have indeed. See you on the silver side, everybody. Join us next week for another exciting podcast from desquaduk.com. Ready, guys? Let's do this. See you on the other side, Ray.